0: Hi, I'm Kyle.
1: And I'm Trevor, and uh welcome to a special theatrical edition of Catching Up on Cinema. Uh being as this is a podcast hosted by two young men who occasionally like people to listen to their podcast in 2019, <laughs> um this episode is centering on 2019's Avengers Endgame. Uh it's essentially the movie event of the year. Uh, Possibly the decade, depending on who you ask. Uh, I saw this over the weekend, um, and you, I think, uh, just a couple days later. Yeah. Um, So this isn't going to be a front-to-back, deep-dive analysis of the film. Uh, This is more just kind of a a hot take (laughs) on on the (laughs) film. But uh, we'll do our best to go into detail of anything and everything that uh, came to mind while we were watching the film and just give give a rundown of our thoughts on it. Well, I- uh, so Kyle, um, you actually took the time to dive into the synopsis for the film, and I, and I guess you're going to be the moderator in this, yeah. in this episode.
0: Well, well, first things first. Uh, we're we're you know touching on this movie. Uh, it's a huge deal. Made over a billion dollars this weekend, and I don't think there's been any. Um, I don't think there's been any other YouTube channels or uh, social media platforms that have covered this yet, so we're really breaking ground here. On oh, yeah, talking about no, We're the about first this. guys out the gate. First guys, and uh, you know, little little known film. You've probably never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> and to answer your question, uh, yes, this is the this is the film of the decade. We've literally been sp- uh, we've spent over a decade building up to this movie. When was the first Iron Man movie? 2008. Yeah. So it's been a little over a decade we've been building up to this one movie. What are we going to do with ourselves now that this is over? Um do like the Transformers tried to do and uh
1: get bright shiny new toys that um it's going the to studio China, is probably is going saying. to push into our lap and say these are good. You'll like these. They're just they're just as good as the ones before. See,
0: see, see all the cool things they can do. I know we have other movies, more Marvel movies to watch, but like, what's it leading up to? We've already led up to the thing it was going to lead up to. New, new beginnings is your answer. New beginnings, um, new beginnings. There, right. there are
1: still there are still threads that need to be tied up, tied up. Uh, there are still franchises that are not quite tied up just yet. Like, for instance, your Precious Guardians. Black Panther isn't finished. Black Panther is confirmed getting a sequel. Spider-Man's already got a trailer for its next movie, which was kind of goofy marketing when you think about it because it confirmed, like, oh, I guess Spider-Man's coming back before we got it confirmed via the movie that he is indeed coming back.
0: That was my problem with the first (laughs) Avengers movie was that you killed all these characters. I'm like, well, there's no weight to it. There's obviously going to be more movies. So all that was... Dumb.
1: I mean that's, that's comic books though like yeah. Superhero comics in particular that's, that's just It comes with the territory uh, Death is a revolving door It's not a constant like, I, f- I forget exactly the quote But there's, there, were, there were Three characters in Marvel comics um, I think all of them have been overturned In the past decade or so But there was a rule that about three characters In the entire history of Marvel comics uh, Were forever confirmed To be dead um, and like I said, over the course of time, that got overruled. Uncle <laughs> Uncle Ben, Uncle ben uh, Peter Parker's Uncle Ben, uh, was one of those characters. Bucky was one of those characters. The Winter Soldier. Oh, really? Um, Bucky's back. <laughs> Bucky's yeah, Bucky's here. Back. Yeah. Bucky's been back in the comics since the mid two thousands. So death death in superhero comics is it's never a guarantee. Yeah, well, because I mean, there's there's a thing that like I've I've been saying this for a while now among my circle of friends that um, the thing you need to keep in mind with franchise curation is that uh, every character is somebody's favorite. Yeah, uh, not necessarily everybody's, but every there's somebody out there for everyone. <laughs> Do
0: you think there's somebody, some guy with a Hawkeye tattoo?
1: I'm sure there is. <laughs> well, uh, is I there? mean. Uh in the comics actually uh the Matt Fraction Hawkeye was very very good. I'll give it I'll give him that. Uh he was never one of my favorite characters in the comics, but his solo <laughs> run was pretty good in the in the late 2000s.
0: Well, let's go ahead and jump into the movie. We start with well, uh be- go, go Before
1: go we jump right into the movie though, um for new listeners, we should probably oh, yeah, our, I uh, about that. Just introduce folks to where we're coming at in terms of our relation to these
0: films. Thank to you both MCU. of you for listening today.
1: Yeah, for real. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> guys and gal, maybe. <laughs> um, so we did a a, a three-part, actually, uh, just talking about our uh, relationship to the MCU films. But uh, most of what you need to know is that uh, I've seen all of them except for Captain Marvel. Uh, and Kyle, I think, has seen most of them except for, like, you could count on one hand the number that you haven't seen, right?
0: oh uh, yeah i've I've seen the hits. I've seen the ones that would be like, no, 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 you need to watch that one
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're
0: we're fairly well
1: versed uh i I'd like to think I'm very well versed in the m c u and like the goings on surrounding it um so p- the point I'm trying to press here is that we kind of know our shit uh we're not talking completely out of our asses, so <laughs>
0: uh I will so, be a bit more than he will be. <laughs> Yeah,
1: but you know it's excusable because I'm I'm his ambassador to the world of nerddom. Yeah, he he's my little portal. <laughs> I, so. I stamped his passport. You know, he, he's okay with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, I, uh, wanted, did you want to bring us into the movie?
0: I want to bring it into the movie, but I wanted to say at the top here um, after uh, after Jeremy Renner's uh, cold open here, uh, he takes on a little bit of an evil an uh, evil persona. Uh, He looks like a female cage fighter. He looks like a female MMA fighter with his haircut and his sleeve. I'm like, he looks like he's about to fight Chris Cyborg. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) if you trimmed
1: him down a bit and put him in a sports bra, he he could totally look the part. Um, It's funny... uh, he has, like, for the folks who haven't seen the movie, I mean, why the fuck are you
0: listening to this if you haven't? Yeah. Spoil- uh, spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Spoilers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Up top. Spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Um, All spoilers. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye in this film, uh, traditionally, he has just a pretty basic short haircut. In this one, uh, in the second half of the film, he uh, he has a, a crazy mohawk thing with shaved down sides. Um if you're familiar with the comics he looks kind of like a uh, punk rock storm yeah like S- storm from the x-men or uh, uh, a uh, wolverine's son uh, it's a weird look yeah um, Jer- jeremy jeremy renner is one of those actors that does nothing for me but yeah, i have a nothing. lot of respect for him because no, if you've seen him in interviews yeah he is affable like, yeah he is a f- he is a funny guy Nah. but but in terms of like a selling point as a movie star, like I don't think I'd ever see a movie just because of him. Although I do know of many movies he's in that are good because he's in them, but it still doesn't make me want to go see. Him. See, I feel like I'm he, sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that's how it is.
0: He he just reminds me of a guy that should be blue collar. Like he doesn't need to be acting. Like he does. His performances never blow me away. I, the Hurt Locker was fine. Yeah. Uh, uh. He was great in the town. I'll give him the town. I'll give him the town. He was great in the town. Fantastic. He was good in the town.
1: Um, I didn't like American Hustle as a film, but he oh, was actually one. Of, he was one of the better actors in it, if you ask me. Eh, whenever I found appreci- a lot of, I found a lot of the performances in that to be kind of obnoxious, but he was he was cool. I, I liked him.
0: I put off watching movies where ac- actors go through an intense transformation to get into the character because I just find it to be. You don't need to do it. It's fine. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need it that bad. That's why Gary Oldman in darkest hour is great. Cause he didn't actually put on all the weight just to play a part. I'm talking to you, uh, Christian Bale. You don't have to put on weight every time you're doing a role. Jesus. God, his, his kidneys must hate him. Oh God, He's <laughs> going to die soon. Anyway. So we're, uh, <laughs> we're jumping in here. So we get a cold open. Now this was like the first part where I'm like, is this going to be predictable? Because when I saw this scene, I'm like, what the hell's happening? And then, uh, so Jeremy Renner we hear Hawkeye uh he's teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow bow and arrow and um he's out on his old farm in uh in Missouri and his wife uh Velma from Scooby-Doo is yeah. uh hanging out and she's making hot dogs for the kids and I'm like they're all gonna disappear I'm, I'm like they're gonna disappear that's what's gonna happen uh, <laughs> and he and I mean and basically, we were, we're cutting to after Thanos, you know, closes his fist and uh, people just disappear. I'm, I'm just mentioning this in detail because I had a good laugh at this. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> because it just, there was, I know you haven't seen the second Hangover movie. I've told you about it several times. Brian Callen has an awesome scene in there, but he, uh, it's where, you've seen the cover where Stu has the tattoo around his eye like Mike Tyson, yeah. Well, yeah. he they wake up and he he's like, oh shit, like this hurts. And Jeremy, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper realizes that it's a real tattoo, and he's like holding it together, trying not to laugh. And Stu starts trying to like rub it off, like because he thinks it's like a stick <laughs> on. And <laughs> shit. Bradley Cooper's just like, yeah, yeah, try some water, like <laughs> maybe that'll help. I had that like that flashback. He's running around like, Claire, boys. I'm like, yeah, 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 just. Keep looking. Maybe you'll find, find that tree a fucking <laughs> oh my mile God, away because you're in a field. I, you remember how hard I laughed at the Aquaman trailer. Like, I, was, I had to hold oh, it together. Oh, man,
1: as soon as Patrick Wilson's hair was on screen. I had to hold it uh, together. Yeah, I, I was there. I saw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, the movie hasn't even started yet. This I, movie's going to suck.
0: <laughs> I was surprised that there was a cold open, but I wasn't surprised that his, um, that his family just disappeared.
1: Well, I mean... Yeah, you have you have a gigantic event movie like Avengers: Infinity War, like barely a year preceding this. Um, I think the expectation is going to be that this is a this is a two part story. Although I will give them a lot of credit, um, the way these films are edited, uh, it does feel like two independent thoughts. Um, this doesn't feel like this doesn't feel like something that was shot at the same time. Because a lot a lot of those movies, like Superman Superman one and two, for instance, like, well, the the director's cut of Superman 2 anyway, like you you get the sense that this was done at the same time and like the matrix reloaded in revolutions, kind of the same deal. Um, but this one, both films feel like very complete thoughts on their own. Um, I wouldn't say they're standalone products though, because like you said, the cold open of this one, really dropsy into it in yeah. fact i had somebody else i had somebody asking me the other day like so my boyfriend wants to wants me to go see this movie with them uh i haven't seen any of these marvel movies am i going to enjoy myself i was like you'll enjoy yourself but you you'll just have to ask a lot of questions yeah you're gonna have to either ask a lot of
0: questions or just accept that you aren't going to know what the fuck is going on a lot of times <laughs> I mean, you could probably. I think my brother, uh, he was talking to my mom about this. He's like, mom, have you watched these yet, she's like, I haven't seen a single one of these movies, and I. He gave her the list of ones that she she should watch. I think Winter or uh, I think Civil War is up there. Ragnarok. Um, the I think both the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are important because they were the ones that really focus on the stones. Because um, I mean, uh, Gamora and Nebula are straight up with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're. Closely tied with Thanos, that Thanos comes for everybody. So, Guardians of the Galaxy are really important for these movies, I think. Uh, oh, absolutely. But I think that this movie is—it's Nebula's movie. Like, it's mostly her. She's like the main—I feel like she's the main character alongside with Captain America. And I think Iron Man kind of takes a back seat, as much as as much as you can keep Iron Man's character, Robert Downey Jr. In the back seat. It feels more like yeah. Captain America in this movie.
1: Um. Yeah, actually I'm glad you brought up Nebula cuz uh, I feel like she was like horribly wasted in that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but she by was. the she time we got to the second one, she her story is very engrossing. Yeah, like she she has that like emo kid story where she's forever going to be child number 2 and she she brings something to the table that's unique among the cast cuz she's the only one that has that like know dark spin on everything yeah she has kind of a doom and glue gloom like a uh, very practical mindset about most things um and it it lends itself well to like comedic beats in the guardian she's in funny particular. she does she yeah she she has good timing uh even though nothing she says is intended to be funny no
0: well same with Dra- uh, drax he's the same way like he's he's very funny but he's not meant to like he's not well, trying he, to be funny
1: he's a clown but like i yeah. was thinking more like ronan the accuser like, okay. He has some. He has some funny moments in that first Guardians movie. And he has the most thankless role of having to be like the super straight man that is always ultra serious all the time. I liked him. But but Lee Pace still manages to make it work a little bit. And in Nebula's case, yeah, uh, her she has a complete arc that's it's fascinating to watch. Um, it gets kind of lost among all the noise in this movie. Uh, but in Guardians 2, uh, they definitely laid some great foundation for her to make some big strides in this one. And thankfully, they they devoted the screen time that needed to be. Uh, yeah. I was kind of worried that that was going to get swept under the rug. Well, like, I, was, I was very intrigued with her. I've always been intrigued with her story.
0: Okay. Well, we, we'll move up to space real quick. Um, like Nebula with uh, Tony Stark. Um, I don't yeah. remember how Tony Stark and Nebula got to where they are. I... It, I'm not sure. Um, I think I'm so something.
1: in Infinity War, uh, they have their battle uh, with Thanos. Yeah. Their failed battle. Yeah. Uh, where they they very nearly stop him. Um, doesn't work out. Uh, did we just lose? The answer is yes. Yes, yes Chris we Pratt. We did. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, everyone else that's with them at the time uh, evaporates, turns to turns to dust. So uh, it's just snapped. Stark and Nebula left with the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and, that's why. And the the ship. Uh, the was it the Milano, I believe. Yeah yeah, 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 Milano, yeah, it was <laughs> um, is I, I guess unaffected by all that. So, um, I guess c- combination of his technical genius and her being a cyborg lady from space, uh, they're able to pilot the ship. But um, where we where we meet them at the beginning of Endgame is uh, they're adrift uh, with no hope in sight, kind of.
0: Um, yeah. So they end up getting saved by the. Um, uh, god in the machine uh <laughs> uh captain marvel but did robert did it looks like rdj went kind of method here and he looks really i don't skinny. think so he, okay uh did, I did think like it was, the Matt Damon i think it was and, i think it was cgi assisted was it because uh, did Matt Damon lose it for uh the martian did he actually uh, lose the weight for I that i believe he i believe he did um i could be wrong
1: on that but i believe he did well, this w- one i wouldn't be surprised if he you know skipped over a couple sandwiches or something but maybe um, Based on the the very tight film schedule for for, remember they filmed both of these movies at the same time. Yeah, um, I would think that that's that would be too demanding um, because it's a very tight schedule. But uh, very good. I mean, they've they've shown this time and time again that they're very good at de aging people and uh, putting putting other people's faces on old people's yeah. bodies. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Like, have yeah. you ever actually seen how they do the 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 aging? Uh, no, I haven't. It's very fascinating. Uh, I um, I watched a couple of featurettes about it. Uh, they've done this over multiple films now. Um, the example I saw was uh, the Winter Soldier. Uh, Haley Atwell, who's a very you know young, beautiful woman, um, they filmed her giving her performance, um, and then they hired an actress of essentially the same proportions who is very elderly and she did the exact same performance with Chris Evans in the room with her. So they did the performance twice with two different actors, and then CGI'd them, like, stitched them together. So it's not entirely, like, a CGI mask. It's actually, like, Actually, a stitching together of two different performances.
0: I know you don't watch it, but I had actually watched the the third episode of this new season of Game of Thrones the night before mm-hmm. going into this. So I don't know if you've heard anything about that, but it was exhausting. But Game of Thrones <laughs> actually uses uh, as used body doubles for both Daenerys Targaryen and uh, um, Lena Headley, um, who plays Cersei. They have a scene where she has to walk nude through the streets, and I this is a creep this is a creep moment on me. They had her walk. But like have her full frontal nude walking through the streets, and I'm like, I don't think that's her because I've seen Lena Headley nude in 300. I'm like, that's not Lena Headley. And I did found they out, do it. Did they do it's, it all shitty where I like her no, heads like kind of wib, wibbly wobbly? It's <laughs> like, really good. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's okay. It's really good. And same with okay. uh, uh, Daenerys. They did it with her. I'm like, I had no idea. Uh, I, okay. I was just mentioning that because Game of Thrones locked in on something. or Whoever they've got doing it there, they did a great job.
1: Well, uh, from what I hear, it's the single most expensive episode of television ever produced.
0: <laughs> that explains it. Spared um, no
1: expense for boobs. So, yeah, um,
0: <laughs> Tony Stark is basically, even like facing his death, he's in... Uh, I, I liked his character in this movie. Um, yeah. Because you actually um, see him kind of defeated. like he's jump, like, Jumping ahead a beat. Um, yeah, hey, go for it. We we need I to. Mean, yeah, we, we kind of. <laughs> this this movie
1: is over three hours long.
0: Three folks. hours long. It takes an hour for this movie to start.
1: Yeah, no joke. Um, yeah, jumping ahead a bit. Um, when we do get back to Earth and the way up, the way we are saved from space being adrift is a uh, Deus Ex Machina. Uh, Captain Marvel just shows up. Yep, she just, just shows a, up. Just just shows the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't there. I don't know how she found them, but she did. Uh, maybe it's ex- actually it could be explained in, in the a, movie in her in her movie. Yeah, I, don't I didn't know. see it uh, either way it like seeing it. If that's actually what happened, that's kind of goofy. But comic books, I don't care. No. Anyway, she <laughs> she brings them back to Earth right quick. <laughs> um, and the surviving Avengers are all hanging out um, at the Avengers compound. So she drops off the ship there. And then we're trying to nurse Tony back to health and his scene. When he is uh, hooked up to the IV mm-hmm. and is not recovered physically or mentally just yet, was fucking great. It was really good. Like, like that was a standout moment across I think all of all the movies for him anyway.
0: Yeah, um, almost instantly is a term that we should we should try to use like we should try to use very infrequent here, but <laughs> almost <laughs> immediately is you is a lot of this movie. How yeah. time travel almost immediately.
1: Uh, <laughs> people, people just show
0: up <laughs> almost immediately. <laughs> it's just like boom Wakandans. I think the <laughs> longest. <laughs> it ta- I think the longest <laughs> bit is when uh, Hulk and um, oh the raccoon. I can't think of the raccoon's name. Rocket. Rocket. Bradley Cooper. When they go find <laughs> Thor, I think that was the only scene where it's like, no, no, no. We're gonna take our time. We got to build up to this, you know.
1: Yeah, there were
0: there. There there is a bit of dragon ass that
1: happens here and there in this movie, yeah. but. I guess we'll get to it, but yeah, yeah. Um, the the scene in question uh, is uh, Tony Stark throwing a hissy fit because we're trying to. He's basically, like you said, he's defeated, and we got to see him get a taste of that in the previous film. Um, his his little standoff he has with Thanos at the end of Infinity War was bloody impressive shit (laughs) um i was ready for him to die right then and there Mm -hmm. because i was like that he they would earn that if that's how he goes sure that's great he threw everything he had at him didn't work out and then he gets this sad pathetic death even even from a visual standpoint just from an aesthetic standpoint seeing this giant hulking purple man take this this tiny sometimes fit but not always (laughs) middle-aged guy take his little knife from him and stab him in the gut with it and kill him with it that that's that's some heavy shit um but he survived that and it's kind of like his punishment It's that you're the one guy who's been knowing all this shit's going to come down and have been powerless to stop it so now you get to just swim in that for a long time and uh, his his tirade at the Avengers headquarters is pretty impressive because everybody else is like scrambling around. They've been the whole time he's been away. They've been working to try to fix things, like get everything back on track. And he's just not having it. He's like, "We had our chance. We fucked up. That's it. I'm still here." Kind of
0: sucks. <laughs> I don't know if I touched on Thanos at all, but I actually watched uh, Mimic uh, two nights ago with Steph. Oh, so wow. I've gotten a lot of rolling in this week. Uh, but I, from where we kind of uh, meet Thanos in uh, that first Guardians movie I think it's the first time we get like a face to face like this is Thanos Uh, he wasn't really a character quite yet he was just a dude sitting in a chair to where he is now in these movies I was actually surprised at how much like if you watch the if you watch Aladdin I can't hear I can't watch the genie and not think of Robin Williams in the booth doing all the crazy shit. Like I can just see that. I just see. Well, Robin Just picture Williams. the opening of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, like him, him doing the parrot voice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as Thanos, as a big you know CGI dude, I I actually see it as a I see him as a character, not just Josh Brolin kind of talking soft in a booth. Like oh, I actually I can. Well, it's because it. it's performance capture. He's hmm. he
1: actually is there. Like he is interacting with the cast sometimes. Yeah, I I told you before. Like watching watching the actual filming of his scenes is the most hilarious shit. Really? So so he's in performance capture gear, so he's covered in white dots and stuff. Okay. He's got this big fucking football helmet with a camera pointed <laughs> right up up his nose. Oh really? But then he has like a cardboard stand up of Thanos standing on his oh shoulders. Oh my goodness! And it's like four feet taller than him because that's the, where the actors need to be looking. Yeah. And so he's like carrying himself like he's, you know, a nine foot ogre and all the actors have to be like, oh, it's ah, ah. not, but he has like a, no joke, like a 2D Thanos torso hovering over him like, Rrr. also for how big he is, he's spry as shit. Uh, when he oh f- yeah. No, I, I actually kind of love that about his, uh, his, uh, abilities yeah. um, because one thing that I think a lot of folks like power levels are always of, of utmost importance when it comes to comic books yeah. and, and ner- nerdy shit in general if it can be quantified nerds will flip out about it um, Thanos if I recall and I, I could be wrong um, in the opening of Infinity War we get to see him square off against the Hulk um, it's a, it's, it sends a very strong message because um, a gimmick that they added that wasn't in the comics in these movies is that in order for his Infinity Gauntlet to work he has to close his fist. Yeah, which makes him, you know, you can stand a chance if you like. When they fought him, like Spider-Man and, and you know Star-Lord and Iron Man, when they all fought him together, the main tactic was keep him from closing his hand, and it it kept them in the fight for as long as it did. Um, his fight with the Hulk at the beginning of Infinity War, if I recall, he actually didn't use the Infinity Gauntlet, so just- he straight up he straight up whooped him, just. By virtue of being big and purple. <laughs> yeah, and the Hulk is yeah, like ninja speed. Yeah, no, the Hulk is supposed to be like... Everything physical, he's peak. Yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, Thanos whooped him without the Infinity Stones. And in this film, we get to see him cut loose against uh, many people at once. And we see that, yeah, it translates to him being... Very formidable in strength, speed, whatever, agility, durability.
0: Well, so we, so Nebula basically, Nebula's taken. Uh, she's on the good side now, and she survived. So she's, she's more or less the one that helps them find Thanos, but she's also the one that creates the problem in the movie. Uh, but she's like, yeah, he's, uh, he's like, he's living in the garden, and they're like, well, what the fuck's the garden? It's like it's a planet, and they're like, they just look at a planet. She's like, that's it, and then <laughs> basically they get in a spaceship and they send. Captain Marvel out. She's like, "Yeah, he's down there. There's nothing else but just him." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, well that's super fast."
1: He's doing like if you remember the previous movie, he's doing exactly what he said he would do. Yeah. He's just hanging out. He's chilling.
0: Yeah. He's a farmer now. Yeah, he's <laughs> a farmer now. He's making some kind of uh some kind of he's stew. Pi- he's making He's stew. raising pineapples. <laughs> he's like it's like a stew, f- a fruit stew. He's like, it doesn't make sense what he's doing. Maybe he was cutting vegetables to make a stew. But I'm like, "That's fruit." Uh, it's very carby. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he just got done beating a lot of ass. He's hungry. Uh. Maybe he's making a chutney or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <a laughs> he's making a chutney. Yes.
1: He's making mango salsa.
0: Um. Yeah. So they they get in there basically, and come to find out, the reason why they find him is because um, whatever killed all the people, whatever that finger snap let out this pulse, and yeah. that happened here. It also happened on this uh on this planet. So they find him. And they track him down, and well, wouldn't you know it? He's got the he's got the glove, but the stones are gone. And apparently, what he did was he he used the stones to destroy the stones. I don't like that phrasing.
1: Yeah, well, I, 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 I we hear it more than once in this film, and uh, I don't know why, but that like bugs me a little bit. I used the stones to destroy the stones. How? I, u- I used I used them. To destroy, them? <laughs> like I used, I
0: used them to destroy this. I, I don't know. It's like it's using just, it's, an axe to destroy an axe. How did like I use the same axe to yeah. destroy the same axe? Like, how? I mean,
1: there there was a, a Lego animated movie I made with my friend when we were like twelve, and I I remember I still give him shit about this because he used the phrase "One day in the king's forest, the king was taking a stroll through the king's forest." <laughs> I was like, "That's a few too many kings and a few too many forests, buddy." <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he uh, apparently he hung he decided to hang out on this planet and spend the rest of his days just chilling and uh he i guess to prevent them from overturning what he did the snap that killed half of all sentient life in the universe uh he used the infinity stones to destroy them uh he is massively burned on half of his body and it looks like the glove is fused to his hand now uh Presumably because of that energy pulse. Yeah. So he nearly killed himself doing this, but he's okay with it. He's got yeah, he's mango fine. salsa. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lifetime of mango salsa. So yeah, all, all the surviving Avengers, uh, they all come down on him and they're not having it. Uh, yeah. They, they start roughing him up a bit. And then uh, as soon as it starts to become clear, starts to become clear that there's nothing to be found here, uh, Thor beheads him. Yeah. 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 That was a thud. That head. I mean, that that head is big. It made I boom. got kids, man. I mean, <laughs> seriously.
0: Well, that was like a beheading that we see twice in this film. Well, they thought they were defeated, but then they were just like, now it's double defeat. It's like now we have a chance to reverse this, and like, no, 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 no. There's no chance now. So now they're just like, well, fuck. Like now we're <laughs> now we're done. Um, so. <laughs> I think we cut to five years later, and we do. um remaining men together uh captain america is uh doing a support group for men who have lost their balls from testicular cancer or that's what i thought when i saw it coming up like where's meatloaf (laughs) seriously that's what i thought when i was like is is this a support group for i think
1: it was intentional because even the lighting in the scene has that like grimy yellowish green green like math to it.
0: Well, earth, like if uh, the, where they establish this is there's a stadium and there's a shit ton of cars just crumbled up. So we realized like, yeah, half the world's population or half the world's living creatures are gone. And, uh, I guess captain America is kind of coaching dudes through just life, not crying yeah. at dinner.
1: This was a interesting little scene. Cause, um, it's done in that kind of like shaky cam, like verite kind of style where we get, captain america it's a very long take of him like listen hearing this fella out who's played by one of the directors by the way um I, i forget if it's joe or anthony russo um he's a gay gentleman who is like telling the group that uh he went out with a fella and it they both broke down crying during the date and uh long story short we're gonna see each other again even though it wasn't very comfortable but we're gonna keep trying and that's, that's the message of the entire meeting is that Captain America is trying to stress that we have to go on. We have to keep living and yeah, um, which is kind of a mixed message. Cause it, actually when I thought about it, like a couple days after watching the film, I was like, this is, this film actually carries a, a strange message for, especially for young folks. And I, I think it speaks to the era we live in actually that, um, this is not how the world works when something catastrophic happens you do have to move on yeah there there is no bringing people back like there is no reset button like so it sends this weird message where it's like yeah everything's great we we won it's but like we-
0: no but you lost. <laughs> yeah, but we have another five billion dollars to make off of other Marvel movies. So I, I understand can't.
1: from a storytelling standpoint, this this very much is a, a comic book movie. It's just when you have a story that that touches so many lives and is seen by so many people around the world, it's just a funny message to send. It's like, oh yeah, you can fix that problem. Yeah. Like, you can you can all those people that died that you're sad about. Yeah, you don't have to be sad about. It. You can bring them back. It's like no.
0: No, that's a terrible message to send people because that's not how life works. Um, So yeah, Ant-Man, I didn't watch that Ant-Man and the Wasp because I hated that first Ant-Man movie. Um, I did, and it is the
1: most nothing entry in the entire MCU. It does nothing. And I forgot. It it does even
0: less. I forgot (laughs) that he was in this, and then I saw Paul Rudd pop up. I'm like, shit, I forgot he's in this again. Uh, that's where I went to the re- that's why I went to the bathroom. By the way, because I'm like I'm getting my pee in early so that I can sit through the rest. That's I, I'm sorry. That's where it was yeah. when I came back. Paul Rudd was like looking at uh, a tombstone or the, the list of names okay. basically. He was looking for his daughter. Yeah. So
1: um, for you I guess and anybody at home who hasn't seen Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, the conclusion in that film has him going into the quantum realm. Yeah. Uh, which means getting real small, um, where time works differently. Um, he's exploring there um, he earlier in the film saved Michelle Pfeiffer which you know if you're gonna save somebody cool yeah uh, so she she's back um, she's Michael Douglas's wife um, nice. and his girlfriend who's played by that lady lady from lost I don't know names yeah um, anyway he is in the quantum realm and then when the snap happens when every, when half of the universe's sentient
0: life is exterminated uh, I call her fake everybody who, sale by the way. Is she sure, we'll I, I, yeah, isn't she from the the Hobbit movie too? I yeah. I yeah, I was going to say I keep thinking it is Kate Beckinsale. I'm like, "Oh, is this Kate Beckinsale? Oh, that's not Kate Beckinsale. Is it Kate Beckinsale? That's not Kate Beckinsale." It takes me a long time to convince myself it's not her. <laughs> You're like nudging. It, it n- takes a real girlfriend the time. theater the whole time, like, sorry. It's Beckinsale. Beckinsale, yes.
1: <laughs> anyway, um sorry. when he's in the Quantum Realm, uh the snap happens and Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer and fake Beckinsale are all Man, they're all manning the terminal that would be used to bring him back. Yeah, So he gets trapped there for, I guess, the entire five years. But um, it felt like so five his, hours for him. And presumably Michael Pena gets snapped, too.
0: I, <laughs> I didn't even know Michael Pena was a part of the MCU.
1: He's part of the Ant-Man films.
0: Oh, that's um, why I watched
1: it. In the intervening five years, the van that they were using to transport their quantum device gets impounded, I guess. And then a deus ex machina cat uh, wanders into the van, walks across a control panel and brings him back. Did not so know that. Ant-Man comes back and he has not aged a day while everyone else is aged five years. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if you were in the bathroom for it or not, but he does find his daughter. She has not been snapped, but she is now a teenager. Yeah, cause, I, I saw that. Because we, goes... we got more movies to yeah. make and her her she actually becomes a character in the comics later. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they, they hug and uh, we... we... We cut back to the what what's the Aven- Avengers headquarters? Just Avengers headquarters?
1: Uh pff, I mean, sometimes it's Avengers Tower. Uh, A- at A- one point it was at one point it was the Triskelion. But HQ that we, we that, that, that got blowed up in Winter Soldier, so I don't know what they call it now.
0: <laughs> so who we here the people that we have left are Romanoff, Rhodes, uh, Danvers, Oak ok- Oki ok- Okoye? How do you say her name? Okoye? Ok- Okoye. Uh, Rocket and Nebula and um romanov uh the black widow uh, scarjo she's basically running stuff with just a peanut butter sandwich and they're all hologrammed out like watching stuff um i feel dumb after watching this and thinking back, I'm like, oh man, I forgot about Captain Marvel. They literally told you to forget about Captain Marvel and keep her completely away from the movie.
1: Every scene she is in in this movie, she makes sure to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm going to be movie. reachable. I'm not going to be, I, I, I'm, I might not,
0: come, I'm not coming back. I mean, I might come back yeah, later. But yeah,
1: it's like, I, I, I got some shit to do. I'll be back. It's going to be a while. Don't expect me to show up, though.
0: (laughs) Game of Thrones is better, because this this same... I'm literally, like, I'm I'm mirroring because this episode. No no spoilers for GOT, but this exact same thing happens in, uh, in the episode where you're like, oh, my God, I completely forgot. But you actually do, like, you would not have thought of it. And Game of Thrones does that so well. They've made the whole series off of that. Like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Here they're like, Captain Marvel's like, I'm not going to be here. She's like, I'm going to be here for a while. Like, like,
1: no joke. She has three or four scenes in this entire film, and every, like, literally every one of them ends with her, like, making sure everybody's like knows, like, I got some shit to do. I'll be back. I, I'm not going to be here for this. Yeah. Like, you guys are going to have some cool stuff to do, but I'm not going to be here for it.
0: See, Game of Thrones is better because they do this in an hour, and this took three hours for them for for you to forget about Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, um,
1: I mean in this case uh what what we've basically got here is like a a patched together version of like some sort of international It's the B team. S- it's the B team. Yeah, it's it's the B team and and the Black Widow who had blonde hair in the previous movie and they do a decent job with like showing the passage of time by showing that she's letting her natural red grow back in and so her hair's kind of disheveled and half blonde half red. Yeah. <laughs> um but she's she is stressed the fuck out. Yeah, you can see She's she's only playing leader because there's no one else. What um, about Captain America, why isn't he running it? He likes to be in charge. He has meetings. <laughs> 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 I he, yeah. he's he's more of a hearts and minds guy. He's not the guy who he, no, uh, honestly, like he's he's that guy. He's yeah, the guy yeah. on the ground. He, he's not the guy dishing out all the orders from the top.
0: He's not coaching, but he's in that circle hyping you up for the game. I get you. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Um, Can we speed through this real quick? She basically says, uh, vanish. And Don Cheadle sticks around for a second, then he vanishes. um, And (laughs) then Ant-Man comes uh, up. It's it's
1: important to note that Don Cheadle, before he vanishes, uh, the reason why he sticks around is because she has him looking for Hawkeye.
0: Oh yeah, Hawkeye's uh, Gaunt, who's bro. apparently been going on a fucking killing spree. He's been going on a kill <laughs> like he's Deadpooling it up. Like he's just yeah. killing people. Opening of Deadpool 2, that's what he's been doing. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I, honestly, that's exactly what he's doing. Why don't they just Working have Deadpool 925? Why couldn't they do that? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um so yeah, uh Captain America and uh Romanoff are having a discussion here. Should we just refer to her as ScarJo? is that easier cuz she's got like three names? Sure. Okay, Scar Joe. Scar Joe and Captain America are having a talk, and it's taking forever. And then <laughs> Ant- <laughs> Ant-Man just pops. Seriously, they just look at each other, and it's like, yeah, you know. Well, uh-huh. see,
1: this this is the yeah. unfair advantage that franchise films have, is that these looks that they're exchanging carry weight only because we've seen them in many other movies together. Yeah. So for you, who has not seen a lot of the Captain America movies, it means a lot less. Uh, so I can see why it would be very tedious to you. I was uh, checking my watch during this meeting. Yeah. I'm like, okay, no, this I, I, I understand it. Because um, if you're not as invested and you weren't there for all those moments,
0: then of course it's going to be like, what the fuck are they doing? Just suck, fucking say something. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Ant- Use your words. <laughs> Ant-Man comes up and he's like, time travel. And they're like, huh? He's like, time travel. Maybe. No, probably not. So they're like, hmm, time travel. Let's go talk to Tony about this. And Tony's yeah. like, um... Tony's living off the he's like he's done with the Avengers. He doesn't uh, doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. He's he's accepted this and he's mm-hmm. trying to move on, which is the healthy thing to do. Dude, he he has the best reason to move on. He's got a baby like, girl. He, he he got a baby girl. He's got a baby girl. He's got a daughter
1: and he's got yeah. Gwyneth
0: Paltrow. I'm sure that's fun for everybody. And,
1: and when we start talking about time travel and stuff like he actually does address this at one point. He's like, hey, you know, like, if we start monkeying with
0: time and I lose this good thing that yeah. I have here, uh, that ain't going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't retire from acting. I want that third Sherlock Holmes movie. I'm, I don't think it's going to happen, but I want it. <sighs> I wouldn't mind seeing that, actually. He, he could retire now. Like, he doesn't need to do anything anymore, ever. I mean, you,
1: part of the reason he's probably not doing these movies anymore is because of that. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> He's made a lot of money.
0: <laughs> he has a beach house in the Hamptons. Like, on top of his home in Los Angeles and wherever else the fuck. I mean, Shane Black, stilt house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has a stilt house. Ugh. Hopefully Shane
1: Black doesn't show up with a truck with chains and you know yank out the stilts.
0: Man, He's going to get bored and he's going to think about doing cocaine again. He's like, all right, Sherlock Holmes 3. Otherwise, I'm going to lose <laughs> all this money again. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Robert Downey Jr. had a crippling drug addiction in the 90s. And it really took a toll on his career. Now he's clean and sober. Yeah,
1: it came in waves. It came in waves. (laughs) I was do it rem-
0: like pre pre and post Ali McBeal? I do remember. Oh, I forgot how he was on uh, Ali McBeal. Uh, he did He did a bit on Saturday Night Live. His opening monologue, like after he got out of prison, he was poking fun at himself. I'm like, that's why he's successful now. Is because he, he, he
1: always has. And that's again, that's why he's so goddamn. It was just charming.
0: possession of cocaine, dude. If everybody got arrested for possession of cocaine, nobody would be walking around. Uh, <laughs> so they they pitch it to Tony. Uh, they're like time travel, and he's like, can't be done. Nope, can't be done. Nope. And he's like, I'm not even gonna try to. So obviously, he's gonna try to, and he figures it out again almost immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. He figures out time travel later that evening, and I like his reaction too. He's like, "Fuck, like <laughs> we have to do yeah. this now."
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that that is kind of a, a nice like reverse psychology moment almost. I don't think it was intentional on the part of our our very 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 sincere Captain America, but I always but, um, I come to if these you movies- presented if you present a, t- a technical challenge to fucking tony stark
0: I'm, he's going to do course.
1: it man. he he's got to try i mean
0: i come to these movies for robert downey jr and stay for thor uh that yeah. basically it's surprising how much chris hemsworth just steals it but um yeah he figures it out and gwyneth paltrow uh whatever her name is in this movie she's reading a book on composting yeah uh pepper pots pepper pots she's uh if you don't know um her, she in real life is a real hit, like a a new age hippie. Like we have to. She grow. got that goop. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> funny that they have her. It's a thing about composting. Of course it is. Uh, she probably refused to leave that out. But yeah, he figures it out, and um, so the Hulk. They basically. We'll, oh, we'll get this to the, was a good. This was a good scene. Did you um, did, go ahead? So, so
1: Tony. Uh, does his research independent of the group Mm -hmm. he tells them he gives them a big fuck you they leave but they tell him like this is a whatever it takes kind of situation so we're gonna do this whether or not you help us uh so the next step on the row of geniuses because because the fantastic four are not yet integrated into the marvel universe um we don't have mr fantastic to talk to and uh dr strange is dead so he's out um Oh yeah Black Panther's dead so he's out <laughs> so next on the rung is uh Bruce Banner who is a physicist maybe not in the same way that Tony Stark might be but anyway he's a smart guy uh, and when we when we meet Banner Hulk I love this scene I really love this scene and the rest in the diner um, oh, with the so kids? it's just like it's just it's just like a hard cut to yeah. the back of the Hulk's head, I had and we're all in a diner. I had a and uh, about there's just an entire table full of food, and it's just the back of the Hulk's head.
0: But then you hear that distinct Mark Ruffalo voice talking. I love you, some Mark instead of Hulk voice. I was kind of disappointed because I mean, I I kind of, I had f- it was fun what they did with it. It was it was fun. But I like Mark Ruffalo and I kind of I, I think he has good screen presence and I think he's funny and they kept enough of his his face like they kept enough of his face in the Hulk to make it seem like he was there in his voice but I'm like,
1: ah I kind of would just prefer to have Mark Ruffalo. again, this was performance capture yeah so he was there yeah and that, but he was there very much was his face. this is I mean think of Andy Serkis performances. It's the same shit.
0: I I can't think of Andy Circus performances because th- there's ones I don't even know about that I saw. They're like, oh, that was Andy Circus, by the way. <laughs>
1: it's, but it's uh, the point I'm trying to stress is you did see him. He's just covered in a CGI mask. Um, but I really liked what they did here because this is actually a nod to the comics: is Smart Hulk, where you find like it took this long, but finally we have Bruce Banner makes peace with the Hulk. It took him like five years of, I guess stress well maybe not five years but basically he got to the bottom of it and he found like parody with Hulk so now he can be the Hulk but retain his consciousness and retain his intelligence he did the and limitless his, move yeah. <laughs> yeah so what the scene is is basically our heroes are trying to pitch this idea to him and he's kind of he's hearing them out but at the same time he's very distracted because he's a local celebrity He yeah. basically he's I loved what he did with his performance. He's like a retired prize fighter. Yeah. Or like Luff yeah. or like Luferigno or Luf something. Luf He's literally like Luferigno in a public space like people are like constantly bugging him and asking for him for autographs oh, and, shit with the like his speech so pattern funny. is like a little bit slower than normal yeah, Mark Ruffalo yeah. and like he does like stupid like poses and stuff <laughs> and he's good. like he's kind of like eating it up he's kind of into it now like no but... you should take a picture with him
0: no 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 he <laughs> like a picture. You should take a picture. he's so nice but about ju- it.
1: just his speech cadence and stuff I was like that is so perfect he sounds like a retired fighter or something. I like, This like, is what
0: Mike Tyson does with everybody. Like he does this yeah. shit every day.
1: Yeah, no, it's like any bodybuilder or something. People, it, it's just magnetic. People flock it, to you. And try he, that shit
0: with Floyd Mayweather. He's not. You're not get a picture of that. Maybe. Oh well, he's got like eight foot tall bodyguards surrounding him. Get, so if, you're you're can, not, not, if you can get to Floyd Mayweather, you <laughs> get a picture of you, you him. <laughs> you earn that picture. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking like more like a
1: rocky marciano or something yeah okay so after we have our talk with Hulk which obviously he he decides to help us out yeah um it's very very funny um anyway um is this when we find Hawkeye
0: um or hang on a sec. or do we or do yeah, we so, yeah, yeah. With... so Hulk yeah. figures out time travel he he kind of like I think they're about to piece it together while that's happening they go to find Barton Barton is Deadpooling.
1: Yeah, uh, this was a nothing little scene that so much so that I felt the need to take my pee break. I got. I knew I was going to need. Oh, you missed it.
0: You didn't know who who's in this
1: scene. Who's in the scene? Uh, No, 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 no. I saw the fight. Oh, okay. But as as soon as Hiroyuki Sanada was dead, thank you. I was like, I know. Who? Who? It's very important to note. He has been in the Fox Marvel movies as well as I, the disney marvel movies. i did not know that because he was in the wolverine i was not aware of that uh the long story short if you're not familiar hiroyuki sanada is a gigantic big name actor in japan uh he's a little older obviously yeah. but he's immensely talented and i think the reason why he gets a lot of international gigs is because he speaks the queen's english quite well yeah he's pretty good uh, but he is he is here to fall down like he. The, I, I was nudging my friend in the theater because his wife is, he's Korean, his wife's Chinese. And I was like, so we, we, we got two things here. So we got a Japanese, a big name Japanese actor in the movie to make sure that they go see the movie. But we killed him to make sure that the Chinese people go see <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <go see them. laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's terrible. Uh. But Trevor's anyway, Trevor's yeah,
0: Asian, he can say this stuff. Yes, I can. Um, point being um big big
1: name actor that you probably don't get div two shits about but he's just here for a minute and he dies but he his sword fighting ability is not to be trifled with.
0: Actually, he's quite the, good. Probably the most well-known Japanese actor I know of because when I saw Ken him Ken Watanabe the- maybe. Mm, yeah, I I think I've seen them both in about the same amount of stuff, but, but the this the Last Samurai is one that they're both in. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> funny enough, yeah, funny
1: enough. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we we tracked down Hawkeye who is wearing the Ronin costume from the comics.
0: He does um, look pretty badass. It, I'll give him that. It's
1: it's black and gold. He has a katana, well, kind of a katana. Anyway. Uh, I took my pee break right after he killed
0: him. See, uh,
1: I, so is, did I miss anything? No,
0: <laughs> I saw... Uh, I thought it was Bucky. And I was really confused. I'm like, wait, what? Who is that? And I'm like, oh, it's Jeremy Renner. I thought it was Bucky who was out there cutting motherfuckers up. No, and, Bucky found peace. Yeah, that's what he I, died. That's why I was confused. I'm like, <laughs> like, like Bucky... I'm like, I couldn't remember. I'm like, did Bucky die? I'm like, wait, why isn't that... Yeah, Bucky? he did. Yeah. Bucky um, did. I don't... Yeah, we don't really miss anything. But this is where... But we'll speed up to our plan. Yeah, the the plan. We got to get to the movie's gonna start now, and (sighs) fifty-one minutes in, this is just right on time. Yeah,
1: no, no joke. This is about an hour in.
0: Um, We've glossed over quite a bit, I think. Uh, But yeah, Yeah. so the the plan (laughs) is is that they're all gonna split up. And whose idea was it to have uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow go for the? Give me just a sec. Soul Stone. The Soul Stone. I don't know if yeah. that was on purpose, and also I have a problem with that, and I had a problem with it the first time around. The Soul Stone doesn't make sense to me. so that, Yeah, we need to talk about that scene. W- but, w- yeah,
1: that, that was an f- interesting pairing for that particular mission.
0: I don't know how these, we didn't draw straws, they were just like, okay, we're going to go do this. It made sense for, uh, well, we'll, we'll jump into it here, Rocket and um, Hulk find Fat Thor, that's the next thing. Yeah, and this needs to be talked about because yes. it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> I was—I almost cried laughing at one point. At one point with Thor, like, oh, gee, him and the him. We'll get to it. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> they go off to, um, uh, they go off to some kind of Norse is it somewhere in Scandinavia? Something like that. They go to where Thor's a god, basically on Earth. And well, it,
1: they have a sign put up. It's it's a new. Asgard.
0: New Asgard, yes. Um, Valkyrie? It, it done got blowed up in Thor Ragnarok. Valkyrie, is that her name? The girl yeah. from... Okay, so she's popping Tessa, up. Tessa Thompson. She's all over the place. She's in uh, Westworld in that first season. She's in the New Men in Black movie. Um, she's in Creed and Creed Two. She's a big deal. Very apparently. big deal. So... Um, so she's over there, and uh, Hulk and Rocket get over there, and they're like, yeah, hey, where's he at? And for, it kind of threw me off for a second, because they're like, yeah, oh, he's just been drinking a shit ton. Look at all those barrels of beer. I'm like, wait, Aquaman? <laughs> no I mean, that's, it looks like the same fucking yeah. village from Justice League. I, I, it took me for a second. I'm like, no, 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 that's DC, right? And, I, and I, it took me a second. I'm like, that's DC. So yeah, they uh, they find Thor. He's just holed up in a in a in a house with uh, his two friends from Ragnarok, Kolg and Make. The direct yeah, the director of Ragnarok, Taika um, and he is really let himself go. He is drinking beer, and he is so excited to see these guys. But he is fat as fuck, and I felt bad. Because the guy I was sitting next to was pretty big. He was definitely a neckbeard. I was sitting oh, next no. to a neckbeard in this movie. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, were, were you getting a lot of,
1: I understood that reference.
0: He was laughing. So I was like, I'm laughing with him. At this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, well, I wasn't laughing at Fat Thor. I was laughing at Drunk Thor. Like, uh. the, just the given up. Thor like just like drunk and stupid like I don't really give a shit anymore. I'm like that's what I found funny. Well
1: it's amazing how many like think piece articles like clickbait kind of shit have Mm -hmm. been like just getting generated like crazy after the release of this movie like after the few days after the release date uh, where where spoilers are acceptable. I've been noticing like a lot of articles about the problem with Fat Thor and the problem with that one gay guy in that one scene with Captain America because I guess people of those communities were not happy with that if some in some way
0: i i would be the first one to tell you if uh if i had a problem with something like uh being portrayed bad gay i'm like that seemed like a Well, it it was coming from a place of like this
1: isn't enough because of this is insufficient representation because i you know, I I I can't begin to understand. It's yeah. it's not my argument to have, but Fat Thor was another one that, that apparently upset some people. Where it's like I you don't understand. understand. Like, and and I need to put a stop to that because that one I actually can back. <laughs> like, um, Fat Thor, I don't think should be offensive because you're not. They don't have like oh ho fat guy fall down kind of jokes. He's drunk every time we see him. Yeah and he's horribly depressed. Yeah. This <laughs> is like he is horribly depressed with very good reason. And you know what happens to a lot of really depressed people sometimes? They
0: stop taking care of themselves. Well, it it's it's funny because he's always so chipper and he like not chipper, that's not the word I want to use. He's always really motivating and he's always got like a goal in mind and he it's it's odd to see his character just let himself go. Well, he's
1: his his strength, his yeah.
0: ability to solve problems with his strength,
1: is is his source of pride. Like especially in Thor Ragnarok, like he gets in a lot of, like, dick measuring contests with with Bruce Banner. Yeah. Like. Like, there's a, I forget the exact wording of it, but, like, Banner asks him, like, oh, we fought, did did I win? And he's like, no, of course not. <laughs> like, of course, I won, easily. He has a lot of pride, <laughs> he has a
0: huge ego. And Absolutely, because,
1: I mean, think of how many situations he comes across that can't be solved by just brute strength.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I... I had a legit laugh. Other people had a problem with it. Um, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. The the problem was is that it was played too much. Like they they were overdoing it. Like I, I was talking to my brother about this. I'm like, I wanted to see Thor, do like like man, he's really let himself go, and then have him do like, a day of working out. Like he just goes to the gym and he just gets it right back. Like it took him no time. Uh, well, thought I kind think of it actually gag.
1: took a lot of guts to to carry that gag all the way through until maybe th- another movie we Possibly. might see him like that again in guardians 3 because um, they really easily could have done it where you know when he armors up when he gets his cape back and his armor and stuff it just like instantly trims him down or something but they didn't so that's that took some balls to do because in terms of like selling action figures and so- well actually in this era of representation i'm sure fat thor would be a very very good selling toy. <laughs> I'd like, keep it in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I one. mean shit.
0: <laughs> it's a collector's item. Fuck. It's limited edition Fat Thor. Yeah, but they they basically lure him like he's given up but he's like we have beer on the ship and he's like what kind? And he, Yeah, he,
1: the the nature of the conversation is fascinating from a storytelling standpoint because it it is played for laughs but um and these Marvel movies do get criticized for this a lot of times. Um the rhythm of it is Ha 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 ha! Oh! Yeah. Ha, ha ha oh! Uh oh! It's it kind of it's like a yo-yo with your emotions. It's like cause... Jeff Goldblum talking. <laughs> I mean, that's what it started to sound like there. I just realized uh, it when uh, I was oh. doing it. <laughs> uh, oh! Yeah, oh, that, was, that was just oh, that was oh. <laughs> oh, um, But but yeah, like it's a it's a testament to Chris Hemsworth's uh, acting ability and charisma that he can he can actually do that. Yeah. That he can make you laugh and make you cry in the same breath because uh, because through this conversation, we learned that like he's he's pretty busted up about things. yeah, like he he killed Thanos, but it didn't solve anything. So the, it's like he did the thing that he spent the entire previous movie trying to rectify and it didn't
0: fix anything. And so he feels like a failure. Well, they're realizing what we realized at the end of that first mo- uh, end the first Avengers movie was like you lost. like that's what yeah. happened. And these are people and, that are not used to losing.
1: And in this case, this is the ultimate winner. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like He's a god. It, it looks like Chris Yeah, in, Cap- in Captain America's case, at least he has the human experience to fall back on. At least he has humble beginnings to come from. Has he at lost his he virginity? Was, I mean... I don't I don't, I think, don't so. think so. I think he's a god. <laughs> but in Thor's case, it's like he was born a fucking god-man. Uh, of course, he's not gonna have any familiarity with this feeling. And yeah. plus, he, you know, his his brother, his mom, his dad, his home got blown the fuck oh. up. He has he has done nothing but lose things for the past movie and a half. <laughs> uh,
0: once we jump it, let's jump into some of the time, like what we're gonna do with the time travel, because there's yeah. A so we fair, got the band together. Yeah, we so spent we, an entire fucking hour getting the band together. We get the we we get the band together, lose the band, get the band back together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and th- now we
1: have new uniforms, so that's more merch that we can make.
0: Oh, the uniforms! No, I don't, I do not like them. I did not like I'd, these tra- time traveling uniforms at all. Um, but there's several characters in this uh, movie that they're like, oh, they tease like, oh, they're gonna be in the movie. Loki says nothing. He doesn't even have a word. Uh, mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked by that. Uh, but uh, Hulk, Tony, um, uh, I've just Captain America. I'm just referring to as America and uh, Ant Man. Uh, they are just gonna- call Cap. Just call him Cap. All right, whatever. Um, they're going to New York to get the Space Stone, and I think they're going to get a second stone, if I'm not mistaken. The mine. I think there's. Th-
1: I believe there are three in New York.
0: Okay, so they're going to get a few stones. Um, Thor and Rocket are going to Asgard to get uh, the Reality Stone. I'll just go. I'm just going to sum up theirs real quick. Nothing happens. Sure. Nothing happens. They get the he stone. He meets his mom. He meets his mom. She dies that day. Nothing happens. She. she he. He meets his mom,
1: and. She, she gives him a Rocky three slash pep Rocky talk. four pep talk. Yeah. So it's just swap Adrian out for Renee Russo. So Talia Shire for Renee Russo. And it's his mom instead of his wife. And she just gives him a pep talk, tells him the classic Disney line of you, you're beautiful as you are. <laughs> just yeah. be, do, do, dooby dooby do be do. Be do. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he summons Mjolnir, uh, his big hammer that got, Destroyed in Thor Ragnarok because uh, we're in a different time now. Yeah, uh, which is really funny actually because we're we're in we can't Thor, do the time the... we we cannot the time travel. No, 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 we're 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 not going to get into okay. the details. Of okay. it. okay. I just wanted to point out that we are in Thor the Dark World, and which we're, we're harvesting the Reality Stone in liquid form from Natalie Portman who clearly did not want to have anything to do with this film because I'm pretty sure she only appears in stock footage that's been doctored to make it appear as if it's new footage.
0: I still <laughs> ought to a pair for it. Uh
1: yeah, I'm sure she got paid but I do not think she filmed anything for this movie. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah, go ahead. The my point is we are in Thor the Dark World which is like almost universally regarded as one of the worst MCU movies. <laughs> 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 And then uh, when we do meet Howard Stark, Tony Stark's dad, uh, the actor that they selected to play him was the actor from Iron Man 2, uh, and I believe Mad Men. Yeah, he's from uh, Mad Men. For for obvious reasons. Um, And Veep. um, Point being, another Marvel movie that is almost universally regarded as one of the worst ones, I disagree on that point. But I just think it's funny that we're revisiting, like, The not terribly well-liked ones. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, we go there and that's literally all that happens. Thor gets a hammer and a pep talk. And we get this, Rocket gets the stone off screen because Natalie Portman didn't want to be in the movie.
0: I'm just saying there was no obstacles in this. Like getting the stones was supposed to be like the fun part. The only, like in New York, there's actually like a problem. Um, Something goes wrong and uh, Loki basically comes out with the stone, just disappears with one of the stones so
1: yeah uh it falls on the ground he teleports away yeah he just gets away doesn't say a word so that parallel
0: universe is fucked yeah (laughs) yeah no shit Uh, yeah he didn't even like he wasn't even like kind of good at that point like he was still a shit heel so Uh, oh yeah oh yeah so captain america and uh tony stark are having a conversation that they're not letting ant-man in on they're just like you think they're just staring at each other i'm like what the fuck are they talking about they're like, Well, we got to go back to like 1970 something. And I'm like, yeah. This, this didn't is, make any this... sense to me. So, because I, I guess I missed the movies where I haven't seen a lot of the Captain America stuff. So, you didn't was... need to. Okay. Um, well, the facility that they go
1: to is in Winter Soldier, which is the one you haven't seen. So, obviously, you wouldn't be familiar with that. Um, so, Captain America knows of a secret Hydra facility that's there. Um, and the reason we go back to. To this time period in this location is because um, everybody's super suits have been uh, fueled with they're called PIM particles by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the stuff that makes you go through time makes you get real small flux uh, yeah they, they only have enough of the juice the super juice to make like one trip like go go to the destination come back uh, so they they have enough juice to make one more trip but then they don't have enough to get back. So the way they can compensate for this is by getting more juice, uh, which happens to be also at the facility because that's where young Michael Douglas is working and yeah. actually making these particles. Um, so yeah, they're they're there to collect that and do some other stuff, uh, have some poignant character moments. There's there's a lot of that. Um, needs to be said in New York, uh, Cap fights himself. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Compliments And then his we own get we, yeah. we get a cute. Nod to a again a movie you haven't seen Winter Soldier that entire elevator sequence mm-hmm. um, the significance of that was probably lost on you yeah I got it um, I got it's, it it's a gag it's a gag because in Winter Soldier it's a it's a big fight uh, with the same characters involved uh, Frank Grillo being chief among them um, and instead of fighting them Captain America having foreknowledge uh, whispers in the ear of one of the people in there hail Hydra. Yeah. And he's like, I'm on your side. <laughs> and so he just, like, leaves with the stone instead of fighting everyone. Um, but, yeah, we go to the facility in, what, 1970?
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, what's his face? Captain America sees, I guess, what would have been his wife. And he sees a picture of himself. It's just standing. He's just standing. He sees her. And then he leaves the facility. Michael, uh, not Michael Douglas, um, uh, Tony Stark is having a conversation with his dad, who I thought this whole this whole conversation he's having with him. He goes down to get the stone. He's got the stone. He's flustered because it's his dad, uh, who I'm guessing he didn't really know very well. Or I mean. Given given the nature of his character, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would think Dad wasn't around too often. Papa wasn't around all the time, so he's having this conversation with him, and I I thought this I thought the guy playing his dad was it was a ruse the whole time. I'm like, he's about I thought that that were the that's where the problem was gonna be was that he was gonna have to like convince his dad that hey, listen, I gotta go. He's like, no, 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 where are you you going so fast? I thought his dad was going to, like, he's like, oh, won't you hop into this elevator? And, like, uh, you don't have clearance or whatever. But, nope, it's no problem. He just has a conversation with his dad. Um, Mm -hmm. and then.
1: That's what was really interesting about all these time travel sequences was that it's, even the soundtrack here mm -hmm. uh, is meant to convey, like, it's a heist film. Yeah. Everybody loves heist films. Yeah. Um, Fun fact: uh, In Korea and China, some of the highest-grossing films of the past five years have been heist films. I fucking wink, wink. love heist films. Everybody I loves love heist them. films. <laughs> oh, but oh, a big, oh, yeah. big part of the appeal of a heist film, though, is the the planning and the execution of the plan. Uh, these are very straightforward. Yeah. Like the the number of bumps that they hit on these missions is very slim. Like the the major bump is that uh, there's a, a gag where Hulk. Kicks open a door and knocks over Tony Stark in New York, and he drops a stone. Yeah, uh, which Loki picks up, which leads to him and Cap going to a different time period to try to find it. That's like the the major hitch. Uh, we also get um, Bruce Banner, and I think it's the ancient one, uh, Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Yeah, uh, we we get her having some resistance to giving up. The this is an
0: stone? almost immediately, or like, the time stone rather. It's an almost immediately because they're like no i don't think so i couldn't possibly let you wait he does what and yep. then just hands it to him like no explanation yeah. needed beyond that it's an almost yeah, immediately no,
1: it all he had to say was dr strange and she would have given it up so it's like a, a non-conflict yeah where it's like it's almost a problem but it's only a problem in the sense that we had to cut away to something else for five minutes and then cut back <laughs> yeah, it, so yeah in in terms of like difficulty in ex- executing the heist there really isn't <sighs> crazy much. easy it takes 10 minutes the, yeah, the the except it doesn't. It takes about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, 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 Nebula. In a, go for it. In the 1970s, though, um, I don't know her name, but she's from Community. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: Yvette. Um,
1: she's funny. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. She's great. <laughs> she's crazy. very sweet. I can't think. Um, of... She's she's in the scene, and it needs to be said that the Russo brothers, I guess, were directors on that show. Ah, um, gotcha. Oh yeah, they are. They have yeah. a they have a lot of cameos from Community actors. In fact, Ken Jeong is earlier in the film. I didn't notice him. He had a big bushy mustache. Um, He's at the impound lot where Ant-Man comes into the film. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there. And he managed to make me laugh. He has no lines in this film. But he made me laugh because there's this shot of him at a distance watching Ant-Man run away with a cart full of stuff. And he's got his hands on his hips like this.
0: (laughs) And just his posture, his just posture. his body language. I was like, that's fucking funny. Well, you weren't getting <laughs> you weren't getting Donald, or, yeah, you weren't getting Donald Glover or Joe McHale for this. Uh, you're going to have to pay them. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's really so funny. Nebula? On Shirley. Uh, Nebula and Rhodes are going to go, so they're in different times uh, stealing these stones. I think that um, the Hulk crew there in like 2012, and then um Thor and Rocket are in, like, 2013 or something like that. And then uh, Nebula and Rhodes are in whatever Guardians of the Galaxy came uh, out.
1: Yeah, 2014. They, yeah. They're
0: on the exact
1: same planet that we opened Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, In fact, they meet Chris Pratt, yeah. <laughs> and
0: it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we jump around a lot with the Nebula. Because we have two Nebulas, it, it gets a little confusing here <laughs> in this section. Um, it but, does. Yeah. Uh, do you want to you want to finish them out before we get to Hawkeye so, and Romanoff? Because I think that's where you and I have a problem. So,
1: Hawkeye and Romanoff, uh, they actually travel with Rhodey and Nebula, um, and I think what happens is uh, Nebula and Rhodey hang out on the planet. Uh, they wait for Chris Pratt to show up so they can knock him the fuck out, yeah, and take take the stone that he the I think it was the Power Stone that he was going to grab, yeah, from the there. Power Stone, uh, and then. Hawkeye and Romanoff hop back onto on the spaceship. Uh, they get on the spaceship. I think they actually jack Chris Pratt's ship. <laughs> yeah, I think so. um, and uh, they, like, Nebula helps them program their destination, because now they know where, I think it's called Vormir, where the Solstun, the Stone is uh, housed, which, at this point in the timeline, nobody fucking knows where it is except m- maybe Gomorrah. Uh, so they shuttle off, and then Nebula makes it known that so... We're going we're hanging out here on the planet, and uh, by the way, I'm coming here. <laughs> yeah. And Rhodey's like, huh? You could have told me that earlier. And then we cut away to uh, Gamora and Nebula on a mission for Thanos. Yeah. Uh, in 2014, um, and then we get a little bit of a reintroduction to their relationship at that point in time. It was not what it what it would become. So they're they're very much at odds with each other. Yeah. Yeah, and the we get a, a funny little plot catalyst here where it's it's a little bit of shenanigans where I well, guess this having I- t-
0: this is the issue in the movie is yeah
1: well I mean you got to keep things moving somehow and yeah. the way we do this is we have Nebula have a seat like our Nebula so 2019 Nebula has yeah. a little bit of a seizure and then does a uh, R2D2 um, <laughs> basically uh, having two Nebulas in the same space I guess causes them to like share memories in some fashion
0: i guess she records yeah i guess she's i know she's mostly machine now but she's got uh i guess she can record stuff i guess thanos can see everything she's doing because she's a computer that's recording stuff and his oh his gross little sidekick that little oh i want to just choke him he looks he, gross he he looks so much like a muppet he I looks like a it. star wars character i like he well, to me,
1: he looks like a Dark Crystal character. Or uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I, think I, we'll I kind of approve here. of his design because the the CGI is of, of such quality that you actually could see him being crafted of rubber. Yeah. Like, the structure of his face looks like something you actually could build, which I'm guessing you would argue, why the fuck didn't you just why build you it? Just it? For these <laughs> movies, <laughs>
0: no one's got that time. No, nobody no has cares time for either.
1: That. It's still gonna make a billion dollars. Um, like there are five thousand Thai CGI animators who need to build that today.
0: <laughs> so Gamora doesn't know what Thanos is gonna do, and neither does current. Neither does this past Nebula, 2019 Nebula knows, and more or less <laughs> tells Thanos that he's gonna succeed. Gamora doesn't know what, but she knows it's probably not good. And Thanos (laughs) uh, basically tort—he's about—he's not gonna torture. I thought he was gonna torture her again. Like, what a dick! She doesn't know anything. Um, But basically, what Nebula is gonna do is that she wants to um, earn her father's love or whatever. And she's like, "I'm gonna go back in time and fuck with these people. Like, I'm gonna—I'm gonna fix this." And uh, they have the our Nebula, our nice Nebula hostage. and yep. she ends up going back and sabotaging things. But
1: yeah, it, it, it's kind of complicated, uh, especially since you know, what, what, what you're time trying time to will. summarize actually happens over about a half hour of screen time, as yeah. far as I remember. It's just kind of delivered to us piecemeal, uh, frequently cutting back and forth between other things. But long story short, Thanos is getting wise to what's going on. Like He he knows that he succeeded at some point in time, and he knows that people are monkeying with things and trying to prevent it from happening. <laughs> Uh, and he, and like you had mentioned, Nebula has this like daddy complex where she will do whatever the fuck it takes to, mm-hmm. to become number one. Yeah. She never will. She never will. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this where we get to the soul stone?
0: Yeah, let's get to the soul right. stone. So yeah, well,
1: let's just go over that scene. Cause that's really important. I had a lot to say about that.
0: Yeah. My, uh, my problem with the original one was it just didn't make sense. Uh, with the first time when Thanos goes with Gamora to get the soul stone from, uh, um, agent X or whatever or agent smith sorry agent smith hugo um, weaving yeah hugo well actually
1: weaving. i heard i heard it isn't him who is it Who's I doing heard, the voice? I, I heard it was someone else like i heard he did not return i'd have to look it up I'd, yeah I i'm gonna I, i'm gonna go
0: with hugo at this point it could be wrong uh i mean
1: that's who, that's who played the red skull originally but i swear i heard that they actually like slyly swapped him out for someone else Fuckers. Especially since he's mostly
0: just CGI at this point. Yeah, I mean, why pay for him? Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, why pay for him? If he's just CGI and he's going to have two lines. Uh, but yep. the original. So, to get the Soul Stone, from what I understand, to get the Soul Stone, you have to. Uh, sacrifice the thing you love the most to get the Mm -hmm. soul stone. So what Thanos does is that he sacrifices Gamora because she's the thing he loves the most, but that's incorrect. The thing he loves the most is stability in the universe because that's what his end goal is, but yet he loves her the most. Well, Fine. T- I'll let that go. I'll let t- t- that
1: go. T- tangible
0: thing. <laughs> tangible. <Not> concept. <laughs> that's okay. Like, I'll, I'll I mean, allow it. Fine. What?
1: You want him to throw his poetry off
0: the cliff? <laughs> Basically. I think, <laughs> honestly, it's himself. There's, I mean, yeah, what, what, I he, va- what he values is what he loves the most. And what yeah. he values yeah. is... Yeah. So that's why she's like, oh, you idiot. You have to kill yourself to get that. And like, she's right. Because what he values most is what he likes. So anyway... So in this <laughs> Well no, just no, like... no I mean I, I, it's what he wants to accomplish not
1: himself as an entity. Like he, he he his performance in Infinity War a lot more so than in Endgame, um and we'll get to that I guess. Uh he does portray like an air of not selflessness but detachment where it's like I'm a I'm a conduit to a greater thing. Like exactly. The, the, but, the importance of the task
0: outweighs my
1: importance as an
0: entity. But that that's my point though is that what he values what what his ego values as important is most important to him. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. That's why uh, that's why she's like I can't get into it. It's going to Well, I mean,
1: you. you you could do a swerve or something like in a in a bolder, you know, 10 million dollar movie instead of yeah. a 300 million dollar movie where you could do a swerve like that where he has like a retainer or something where he's like i know what i have to do you pick up the slack
0: bye yeah <laughs> uh, but in this movie he just says you have to sacrifice something you love not what you love the most who like what you love and i I'm sure. That I don't think that's
1: true for either of these
0: characters. Exactly. I say, did, I just, <laughs> did I miss something with these two uh, characters? Like, did they have a a romance? Because I thought she was hooked up with Hulk. I thought that that was her boo. That
1: was that was teased at one point, but you know, this is what happens when your movies turn into essentially a TV show. Is that certain angles just get so written out at some point?
0: If you do, you know how easy it would be to just switch out Jeremy Renner and the Hulk and have hulk go with her to this and be like oh fuck one of us has to die and then have well, uh,
1: maybe maybe the valkyrie and hulk thing tested well or something in ragnarok i don't know maybe. <laughs> but that's that that's the nature of having a a porous like malleable story like it,
0: this that is so influenced by public opinions that, her character doesn't come back like she actually does die in this movie spoiler <laughs> so it would have been the same thing, and it would have made more sense if you would have had Bruce Banner go up there as opposed to Hawkeye, because she doesn't come back.
1: Well, I mean, it was pretty obvious who was going to die here. Like, no,
0: it wasn't actually. I thought, I I thought it was going to be Jeremy Renner because that he's got a family. You can't do that. He's, <laughs> actually, he's also <laughs> he can't do that. He's also Deadpooling when he's not even Deadpool. Like I said, I I thought it was
1: pretty obvious that. ScarJo was going to die because I'm sure her uh, paycheck is a lot larger than Jeremy Renner's. As well, uh, it should be. We we need to like purge the uh, too expensive elements from the cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr. being chief among them. Chris Hemsworth. Please don't is let me. Worth, is worth hanging on
0: to. He's a card you don't want to give up just yet. No, he's he's a huge part of that. Please don't let me forget the funeral net worth. Uh, I can't forget that. Please, <laughs> I have to okay. mention that. Go ahead, sorry. But,
1: um, like, I had a lot of problems actually with the Soul Stone sequence because I actually laughed a little bit when I wasn't supposed to because yeah. uh, I get it—they're both super spies and everything's very heightened with them. So basically, what happens in the scene is they're having an argument over who has to sacrifice themselves to retrieve the Soul Stone. Yeah. Uh, a couple years before Thanos gets there, and. Like you said, the, the logic right from the get-go is a little suspect because it's like, hang on, the, the most precious thing. In Hawkeye's case, it's like I could see her being the most important thing to him now that his wife and kids are gone, but does that really work? And in no. her case, it's like they had like a connection of sorts that we saw in the first Avengers movie, but it gets downplayed as time goes on. And in fact, in like Winter Soldier, uh, she and Cap are flirting a little bit. There's there's a lot of will they, won't they, and will they, won't they in in these Marvel movies. That's reminiscent of like Friends or something.
0: I was gonna say X Men because this is the the love triangle between Scott, uh, Logan, and Jean Grey. Oh,
1: Cyclops was never gonna win, Not Jean Grey
0: <laughs> was gonna win that. No, 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 no. He wasn't gonna win that. No, fuck no, and not in the movies
1: anyway. In the comics, yeah, he does. He he puts a ring on that. But they tease <laughs> it in those three
0: movies. They definitely tease it quite a bit. Like it's it's Yeah, But he
1: decided thing. to go do Superman Returns, so they killed him off in the first ten minutes of X Men Three. <laughs> Was that a good idea? Hey, hey, hey! I like James Marsden. It makes me so goddamn depressed to see him do movies like Sonic the Hedgehog and Hop and he's in so much crap I don't know why but he's a very very talented actor charming yeah. as all hell he's good in he sex drive he does a lot of bad movies <laughs> that, that Straw Dogs remake was not great either I don't even know what you're talking about uh, I might make you watch two movies
0: called Straw Dogs
1: yeah the, there's a remake and, and uh, the 1970s original the Sam Peckinpah film very 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 good yeah. very controversial but very good it's no heavy clue. Um, but yeah the scene like when they're they have a little bit of a scrap because they're actually like competing over who gets to fling themselves off the fucking cliff and I couldn't help but like (laughs) it it was just ridiculous it's like something out of like a Looney Tunes cartoon or something but at the end of it uh, they're both like they're doing the cliffhanger gag and uh, ScarJo forces him to well he doesn't let go but she just like doesn't support herself and just lets herself fall um the thing that chiefly about the scene bothered me the most was uh they used the exact same music cue as they did in infinity war uh i mean i think alan Silvestri did the music for the original avengers and not all of them actually uh, age of ultron was danny elfman and brian tyler which was a combo i would have liked to have seen again but they they fucking gave up on that. <laughs> they brought back Alan Silvestri, but yeah, they use the exact same music cue, and it it feels repetitive and it's lazy. It it's the same. It's the same scene. It's, the, it's like, yeah. It's the same scene with the same music, only less effective. So effectively, we got the same scene presented to us, just not done not as well as it was
0: last year. Yeah, because we which cared. is a shame because it was a. I thought it was a very good scene the first time around. That's what I'm saying. We cared about Gamora. These two are literally the two characters that if you were to remove from these movies, nobody would notice. Like, nobody would bat an eye like, oh, wait.
1: They they bring the least to the table, although I know ScarJo cleans up in international sales. Like, <laughs> people around the world show up for her. Gotcha. Jeremy Renner, maybe not so
0: much. No. But no, no, ScarJo, no, 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 no.
1: you put her in something, people... People will show
0: up. I mean, yeah, he's selling out the box offices in, like, the northeast coat, like the northeast of the <laughs> United States, but, I mean, that's about it. He's got oh, that Jammie Arena. His, bro- his
1: brother's from the neighborhood. They're like,
0: yeah, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> he's, he's in that town movie. We love that town movie. <laughs> that Hurt Locker. I think he played Dama. Yeah.
1: That Hurt Locker was wicked awesome.
0: Whack a <laughs> He smokes after he disarms bombs. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, long story short,
1: she dead, like dead, dead. Yeah. And uh, Hawkeye is distraught, and he wakes up in a pool, like in a very cool backdrop. It's the same thing. Alien landscape. It's the exact same sequence as. This would break his neck.
0: I'm sorry, he's not magical at all. Like for Thanos, it's like yeah, he's pretty hard to kill. He's a big guy. Jeremy (laughs) Renner, no, 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 he's in pieces. Like I'm not, I'm not (laughs) buying him surviving this at all.
1: But yeah, where does that leave us, Kyle? Because you're the guy with the synopsis.
0: So yeah, do we that, have
1: all the stones at this point?
0: We have all the stones when we get back, and uh this is like—is this the—is f- this the third is this act when
1: we put the the glove on the Hulk?
0: Yeah, I guess this is kind of the third act. This is the
1: 40, 40 minute third act. Or- <laughs>
0: well, we're like two hours into it now. I think we're yeah. closing <laughs> in on our on hour two at least. Um, yeah, so they get all the stuff together and. I had a really good laugh before they left where um, Chris Hemsworth is sitting in a chair with sunglasses on. And they're like, is he sleeping? <laughs> and I think it's confirmed he pretty much is. <laughs> it's
1: a real... yeah, they, his, his moment in the briefing sequence when he's like, they're asking him yeah. to brief them on oh Asgard. Because none of us have been there before, Thor. You need to like fill us in. And he's just rambling and yeah. he sees a photo of Natalie Portman and it's just like trying we to <laughs> emphasize to the room that, yeah, I used to be pretty awesome, not so much anymore. <laughs>
0: Basically, he can't hold it together. He's not doing yeah. well. So they're like, who is going to put on this, on this Infinity Stone glove and snap yeah. everybody Iron, back?
1: Iron Man, Tony Stark builds a... Infinity gauntlet with his Iron Man nano machines or whatever. Nano machines uh, basically do anything tech. Uh, it's lic- liquid metal, yeah. knives and stabbing objects. Yeah. Um so it's an Iron Man glove with the Infinity Stones embedded in it. Seems to work. Um mm. and now the task is uh, who do we put it on and who is going to snap their fingers and bring half of all life back into existence. Uh
0: o- obvious choice Hulk i said i was thinking thor i'm like thor wanted to <laughs> drunk thor is still a god he still has the ability to handle what's gonna happen i'm like hulk not so much as we'll see uh um, yeah. they're like no, no no you're not in the right headspace thor you, you can't handle it i'm like i think that'll sober him up pretty quick
1: kyle what if he is snapping his fingers and he like thinks of a Beard? sandwich or something or a yeah. beer and he just like wills of beer into existence yeah. instead Touché. or or Natalie Portman yeah <laughs> everybody just turns into Natalie Portman <laughs> yeah every, everyone around the entire planet turns into Natalie Portman um
0: so yeah. <laughs> so yeah they put the glove on the Hulk they put the glove on the Hulk and uh he snaps his fingers and it burns the shit out of him of course it, it, it burns up his arm just like it did to Thanos um mm-hmm. and they're having this moment they're like there's birds outside and they're like I think it works. kind of
1: kind of a cool moment, actually. Yeah. Where It's like there's a lot of uncertainty as to whether it worked or not. And Paul Rudd is the one uh, Ant-Man who notices that, hey, there's actually like chirping outside. And meanwhile, Hawkeye gets a phone call on his cell phone. Yeah. His wife, who is (laughs) back. And he gets his little emotional beat here. Uh, And in true Marvel movie fashion, the emotional beat is rudely interrupted by action. (laughs) Uh,
0: Nebula has sabotaged the uh, time portal, whatever you want to call it, the time machine. So
1: they swapped Nebulas. Yeah, they swapped Uh, Nebulas. 2014 Nebula, evil Nebula, uh, swapped places. And she uses their quantum machine
0: to bring bring Thanos Thanos and
1: his, his giganto spaceship to 2019
0: Earth. Now, now, both of the sa- both nebulas are in the same timeline. They're they're mm. both in current. It's going to get confusing, folks. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to get confusing. Um, so, yeah. He shows up. He destroys. He blows the fuck out he of the building. blows the <laughs> fuck out of the building. And time portal is destroyed. So, basically what happens is they have to get the stones as f- far away from Thanos as possible. Um, this, this is kind of like... Planning on the fly,
1: so I give them I cut them some slack here. What like everything gets blown up here? Amazingly, nobody
0: dies. Nobody dies. Um,
1: Ant Man included. Um, so he gets real small to survive. Everybody else just gets fucking lucky. Yeah. Um, we I think we get a nod to the Secret Wars comic here, where Hulk is holding up like the world, (laughs) Uh, trying to keep uh, Don Cheadle and and Rocket from drowning. Um, and then Hawkeye gets this had to have been influenced by aliens like the red lighting and the, mm. the i think they're, they're called outriders the creatures from uh, the wakanda sequence in infinity war
0: it felt very
1: aliens oh yeah uh, it's basically man with bow and sword running away from aliens in, no. in sewer tunnels and he he finds the the iron man infinity gauntlet and he's running away so he has his problems Everybody else is just trying to gather themselves and get out from under the rubble. Um, Thanos lands on, like, the bomb site, essentially. And I think uh, Nebula tells him, like, I'm going to go get the gauntlet. He's like, yeah, you do that. I'm going to yeah, hang out. Do, you're going to sit here. and then, <laughs> Yeah, he um, just gets
0: comfortable. <laughs> um, we've got... Tony Stark, Captain, and Than- and uh, Thor, I believe. Yeah, does- we get the three heavy hitters of the Avengers. Our three alphas, is, basically. Like
1: this was this was a, I'm sorry, like an an opera clap moment for me.
0: It's not three alphas. It's two betas who think they're alphas, and then one alpha that doesn't realize he's an alpha and doesn't really care because it doesn't really <laughs> matter <laughs> because he's never had to think about that. But yes, we yeah. have two betas and an alpha going after uh, Thanos.
1: It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys were lifting weights while I was, like, you know, making a billion dollars and, you know, getting pretty jacked at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, I this was a little bit of a, not a fanboy moment, but this, I was like, you're doing it right. Yeah. Having these, these three characters in particular need to have this moment in particular, especially considering, if you want to go all the way back to the first Avengers movie, like, before the band was even together, uh, one of the first instances of everybody kind of being together was the three of them clashing and captain America was the one who settled the argument in that case. And so we kind of get a call back to that, I guess. But yeah, uh, instead, like they noticed that Thanos is just kind of sitting there, uh, which is pretty fucking cool by the way. Like that is kind of a badass maneuver to just hang out. <laughs> like yeah. I'm in no rush. This will figure itself out. Um, and they just descend upon him. Like I was thinking, I was like, "Are you sure that's wise?" <laughs> like, I was like he kind of fucked you guys up before. I mean, I know you took his head at one point, but he was
0: severely weakened. But he didn't have the. He doesn't have the. Um, he doesn't have the glove yet. So I yeah, thought maybe but they he had he a, has chance.
1: a. He has a metal version of Darth, Darth Maul's weapon, though. Oh he yeah, he does. With that. <laughs> um,
0: so through a series of events, here they lose the fight. And then um, something happens off-screen, and everybody shows back up. I don't know what happens.
1: Uh, so, just before that, because um, I, I did want to talk about their skirmish with Thanos, which was pretty well executed. Yeah, although it was th- good. Thor kind of went down like a chump, if you ask me. Yeah, he did. Well, he's um, not in good I, shape.
2: I, yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I guess that's the explanation. But the person who gets the standout moment here is, of course, Captain America. Who is front and center on the poster for a good reason? Um, the big, the big fanboy moment here is that he makes use of Mjolnir, which Thor brought back with him from the Dark World. Uh, so the the gimmick with Mjolnir is only the worthy can use it. Oh, In the yeah. comics, there's precedent for you know Captain America doing exactly this. But point is, you get a a very crowd pleasing moment of Captain America like. Give the guy a break. He's supposed to be like a headliner, but against someone like Thanos, it's like if you do the character math, it's like he can't hang with him. (laughs) Like, what's he gonna do? He's gonna piss him off. He's not gonna be able to fight him. So what you do is you give him, in wrestling terms, you give him a steel chair, an equalizer. (laughs) So he he hits him with a steel chair a few times
0: and evens the odds a (laughs) bit. Well, why is Thanos able to hold the Thor, uh, Thor's hammer? I don't think he ever does. He he does? He, he does? He does. Well, I
1: mean, if you think about his character, I could see him being worthy.
0: That's why I was like, wait, so,
1: I'm sorry, I, everybody I mean, can I wouldn't, pick up his if, hammer now? If that's true, I wouldn't argue it at all, because if you think about it, it's like, that is a man of, like, character of steel. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'd say he's more resolute than anyone else in the cast, to be honest. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, Captain America puts up a good fight. Uh, his shield gets broken Uh, that's pretty fucking amazing Uh, and then yeah what happens here is the snap is what brought everyone back it just took some time I guess to rally the troops but who did the snap Uh, the Hulk remember yeah but he already did a snap no that's what I mean is he did the snap oh then everybody every, came back everybody came back had I guess the logistics like yeah. it's like
0: okay we're all back alive what do we do it took no time almost immediately everybody's ready for battle like it's, almost immediately everybody's, everybody's ready, for ready for
1: battle but yeah um doctor strange portals start start opening up everywhere uh in our it's the all oh, is lost moment oh my god because cap is like getting ready to base there's a gigantic army backing Thanos yeah. at this point he yeah. was fighting them like one on three, but now like his army's descended and he's like, I'm not fucking around anymore. Uh so it's this all is lost moment where the, the color palette and the dust in the sky kinda tells you like oh my god our heroes are so fucked and then yeah all the Doctor Strange portals start opening up and everybody who is gone is now back. Yeah. And it's supposed to be this gigantic like yeah! moment where it's like, Yeah I'm super psyched to see everybody back. But I didn't quite pop for it as much as I was
0: expecting to. Well, here's something, is that um, all, those, uh, all the characters that took a backseat in, in the, the Avengers um, Infinity War, uh, mm-hmm. I'd say the Black Panther cast pretty much were afterthoughts. Like, they're like, yeah, they're, they're kind of in this movie. And then do the exact same thing in this movie. Like, they're barely in there.
1: Well, for, yeah,
0: for the guys who actually bring the, the foot soldiers
1: to the fight, they're underappreciated. Uh, Um, Bucky uh, who was central to the plot of no less than two films is a non-entity in both Infinity War and this one. Doctor Strange who it needs to be said I actually he I didn't like him until Infinity War because I I saw Doctor Strange because Scott Adkins is in it obviously but, (laughs) but it was an okay movie and Benedict Humperdinck Humberdick Bandersnatch yeah. uh, Bandit Cumberbatch was, was uh, good but it wasn't until Infinity War that I really like solidly liked him and in this one he's again nope. like nope. pushed all the way to the back in fact all he's here to do is raise a finger at the very end and then prior to that he just holds back some water that's why he's there. The one, Arguably one of the most powerful characters they have at their disposal is there to hold back water.
0: Well, There was one shot in here that I'm pretty sure I, I disliked, but for, I think, uh, justified reasons, um, <laughs> is the shot of all the female characters. I didn't like it. It felt like they were just placating. They were like, oh, look at all these awesome female characters. They don't do anything. The only one that does anything a little bit, I mean, I'm sorry, Captain Marvel does everything like she's basically the savior of the movie in the beginning and end like she is a huge help she, yeah she she saves two of our central characters at the beginning and it she blows, blows up, up Thanos' ship that's in huge one fell swoop just she flies through it the Scarlet Witch they're like the Scarlet Witch does some fighting um, the other Olsen uh, sister yeah. Um, the good Olson. Yeah. She does some pretty good fighting with Thanos, and I think um, Pepper does a little bit of helping with the glove. But we have let's um, see here. Pepper
1: re- has her own suit. Uh, it's called Rescue, um, yeah. and it's actually teased earlier in this movie because when we fr- when we meet Tony Stark the five years later, he's actually his daughter has the helmet of it.
0: But yeah, we get a shot with like Bantish uh, Shuri from um, uh, Black Panther. Black sister. Panther. Yeah. Uh, Okoye how do you say her name okay. Okoye oh, Okoye Okoye there we go uh, Scarlet Witch The Wasp Gamora you get all these characters and I'm like yeah uh, two of them don't talk barely and actually two almost, of them like, almost none of them speak to be nothing. honest and my girlfriend was like I really like that shot I'm like I'm like at first I'm like yeah that's kind of cool but I'm like that's it's cheap it felt like they were just like we have to make sure that nobody complains about the women not having anything to do in this movie so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna take a big wide shot And just put that right there. That way, everybody on screen.
1: We see what, and I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me. I think it actually would have been very funny if you had all the ladies, because they like step in one at a time into frame and like the camera pulls back. It's this grand, majestic shot. I think it would have been so funny if you had someone like Wong husky Asian guy just, like, step into the frame next to them. they just, like, <laughs> looking at him, like, like ruining the moment. There. He's like, no, <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize it was ladies' night. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just, just like... Just, like, one guy in the frame. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, yeah, it, it felt a little pandering. And, like you said, they didn't actually do anything. Because no. all she does is she just barrels
0: through everything. Gamora does nothing. One of the most well, effective members. I mean, <sighs>
1: what's especially funny is, like, Captain Marvel flying through the ship, blowing up a a country-sized spaceship almost, in immediately. One fell swoop. almost immediately. Almost immediately. Peter Parker hands her the the Iron Man gauntlet and says, "Like, I don't know how you're gonna get through that." It's like, you just saw how she's gonna get yeah, through it. She doesn't really actually need easy. help from any of these people. She could honestly any just be. Do- in Do, fact, like, characters like Okoye don't, and Gamora don't even have powers to draw on. They're they're just going to get themselves hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm saying Gamora and Okoye are, like, badass, and, like, they could actually be doing something. But yeah. all Gamora does is hit Quill in the nuts, and then Okoye does She doesn't even talk. Except she has yeah. a couple lines in the beginning. She, like, rallies the troops, but it's a quiet, like... She was one of my favorite... Dude. She was one of the best characters from Black Panther, I thought. I oh, thought yeah, I loved her character no. in
1: there. Uh, she stood out for sure. The Wasp, um, but,
0: she doesn't talk. Fake Beckinsale doesn't... I don't think she talks at all in this movie.
1: Not really. She, I mean, the whole battle felt very... Uh, I hate I hate to say this about a three hundred dollar a three hundred million dollar film or whatever, but uh, it felt very rushed. It was. Not, it was 100% not nearly as, as tightly choreographed as I've seen in other Marvel f- films. I mean, I get it. There's too many moving pieces. You're going to lose things in the fold. But cut out in the- wrestling terms, you need to give everybody their moment. You need to you need to have The Rock hit the rock bottom. You need to have Stone Cold hit the stunner. Everybody needs to get their move in there and we did, there was tons of characters who didn't really get moments. And like you said, it would have been really cool in that female led moment there to like have everybody legitimately so. get their moment or something. The problem it's is like it the equivalent of having a bunch of wrestlers stand off against each other and you're thinking like, "Oh, this is going to be so awesome." And then all they do is just like run into each other and fall down. Well, it's like, "Oh, well that was a cool Moment that preceded the action, but the actual action itself was just like okay, that was just a blob of stuff.
0: Well, the problem is, is you don't have like like think like Mortal Kombat where you have good versus evil. You have characters fighting like worthy adversary, and here that's only Thanos it's fodder. It's just yeah, it's just it's putty. It's, it's it's the yeah. putty. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but the what's his face, uh, the pain in the ass from the Infinity uh, Infinity War, his little sidekick like that would have been good like have a couple like have a couple people trying to deal with him like he's a pain in the yeah, ass
1: that that would have actually been nice because um all the all the like subordinates of thanos from infinity war are are alive now because they're from like 5 years in the past uh, none of them say a word or do anything really uh, in this entire battle the one very large guy that had some cool moments in infinity war he gets stepped on by Mm. ant-man so ant-man's a murderer by the way yeah (laughs) Um, oh yeah ant-man becomes huge i forgot about that yeah ant-man becomes giant man and he steps on him kills him um and then i think i think the guy with the telekinetic powers he actually dies post-battle like so he doesn't even get to fight anybody and then the the married couple or whatever the people that look like gremlins like Mm. really really tall gremlins i didn't see them anywhere (laughs) no um so yeah, they're pushed to the back and it's, it's just like a, the whole thing is just a big jerk off moment. It's, where it's barely like, yeah, a Yeah, look scene. at, look at all these action figures
0: doing cool stuff. It's like, to what end though? <laughs> like, well, this is the, like literally, this is the battle we've been building up. Th- this would be like the finals, the final battle in Game of Thrones. If this is the final battle in Game of Thrones, those battle episodes are the episode. It's 50 minutes of a battle scene. This was mm-hmm. five minutes, six tops. Yeah, like. it
1: felt it felt very brief, to be honest, um, and it wasn't nearly as satisfying as I was hoping for. No, um, it was disappointing. I really loved, I really loved the three-on-one fight with Thanos. That was very that was well good. executed, I, and I, I it like legitimately that. did feel like somebody might buy it right here, which is again like that's a sign of a very well choreographed and, a- and acted scene
0: this would have been perfect to throw in gamora she's the person that knows him the best is angry at him and, oh, by the way i'm sorry we forgot to mention um current nebula convinces gamora r- almost immediately that thanos is evil and then they end up shooting or nebula new nebula shoots old nebula in the head in a standoff yeah so there's that um yeah, I I mean that's pretty much the battle. Thanos, uh, do you, you want to spoil it for everybody? Tell them what happens.
1: Sure. Um, the conclusion of the battle here is that um, the big gimmick during all like this entire war sequence, and it's it's just a blob of colors and lights and sounds. Um, occasionally, you pick out some cool moments here and there. Um, the big gimmick here is that Thanos' main objective is retrieving the Gauntlet. Uh, because that's the game changer. As soon yeah. as he gets that, it doesn't matter how many people are lost on either side of this battle. It can change everything in a single moment. He knows that. Everybody knows that. So amidst all the battle, he's constantly trying to track the gauntlet. Which is being handed off from person to person as as needs dictate. Um, at one point, there's some sort of plan, I think, to throw the gauntlet into the quantum realm. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, ant-man and the wasp are like making a break for the his his super van (laughs) Um, oh yeah it gets blown up at some point so that plans out the window um at one point though thanos gets hold of the gauntlet and everybody has a go at trying to stop him from putting it on Mm -hmm. and using it um i think captain marvel's the last one to have a a go at him. Yeah, she's good, um, she gives him a good toss. We, we get a very very intentional moment here. Um, it's kind of goofy. It felt it felt goofy, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, what happens is he's putting on the gauntlet and she like swoops down on him and takes a shot at him. Uh, roughs him up pretty good. And she's like trying to pull the gauntlet off of him. And up to this point he's like handling her pretty well. And then when she's yanking on the gauntlet, he like clobbers her with an overhand right. Or whatever the fuck. And and she no sells it. Like she just shrugs it the fuck off and it doesn't affect her at all. And that's like very intentional choreography where we're we're communicating to the audience that she is above him or on his level. Yeah. It was just like one beat in the choreography that we just had to get in there. <laughs> it's like Hulk Hogan and the rock are not one man is stronger than the other they're on the same level yeah but yeah she no sells the punch and so he like picks the power stone out of the gauntlet clenches it and punches Punches her punches her to the moon yeah (laughs) and then he puts it back in the gauntlet and uh dr strange who like i said during the entirety of this fucking fight has been holding back a stream of water that pepper pots this was one of those moments where it's uh Batman versus Superman gets criticized for this a lot because that man of steel movie. uh, A lot of people point out that like the final battle of that movie involves the entire destruction of Metropolis. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's, you can't do that. (laughs) Like that's not, that's not what superheroes do. And so in response to that, almost every superhero movie following that uh, has always had like, an extra line of dialogue or something thrown in there saying like, Oh, everybody's evacuated. (laughs) Like whenever there's a big city destruction sequence or something. In fact, Avengers age of Ultron had like an entire couple minute sequence of them covertly evacuating the Eastern
0: European town. I could not tell you a minute that of that movie. I can tell you more about the first Avengers movie than I can tell you about age of Ultron says a lot about it. Um,
1: But anyway, uh, Yeah, Man of Steel always gets criticized for that, but that felt like this, where it's like, in the midst of this gigantic war sequence, like, we need to actually do some heroing, otherwise, like, we're having trouble justifying that these characters are heroes rather than soldiers or warriors or whatever, so we have to inject this, like, weird tidal wave thing that is suddenly a problem. Either that or they were too lazy to come up with something for Doctor Strange to do. Anyway, he's busy holding back this water, and... Uh, he and Tony Stark exchange looks. He like holds up one he like holds up his index finger because if there was like something like 14 million potentialities for this uh, for this potential outcome, and only one results in us winning this fight against Thanos. Because in Infinity War, you know, he, like, saw a head to the future. I had to pee at this point, so I was just like, finish okay. this movie. Well, the, the point is, the significance <laughs> of the one is that there's only one way that we win this fight. Yeah. And Tony Stark is aware of this because he was present when that statistic was thrown out there. So they shoot each other a look. Iron Man tries to stop Thanos. Uh, we've seen it before. It ain't going to work. So he's, like, grappling with Thanos. He gets knocked away. And Thanos snaps his fingers. Nothing happens. It's because Iron Man made the Iron Man Gauntlet out of Iron Man nanomachine Machine Goop, and he I guess when he was grappling with him, he just like, <laughs> to like T-, them off. T T One Thousand the the stones into himself. Uh, we've seen what happens when a Hulk snaps his fingers and a Thanos. So uh, what would you think of the Iron
0: Iron Man? He should have been. He should have looked like Max. Um... Uh, he should have looked like Christopher Walken at the end of Batman Returns. Basically, that's what should have happened. <laughs> ah! Yeah, he should have just been a skeleton.
1: You're that or a uh,
0: chemical goop man from RoboCop. Ooh! Yeah, or that. <laughs> he should be nothing. Like he should not be. He should not be identifiable as an element on the charts. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, before he snaps his fingers,
1: um, Thanos is just like, "Well, I'm fucked," and uh, Iron Man declares i am iron man yeah and it, it i don't know it
0: didn't really it resonate with no wait it, this was at like 2 a.m
1: for me because i my fucking friend made me come see this at like midnight
0: you had to go to the midnight viewing yeah
1: Ooh. on wow. on the weekend so it was already out a couple of days and i was like why the fuck am i going at midnight then packed theater it was packed and it was late i'm an old man i'm sorry yeah, it's I don't hard want to do that that sounds awful but but yeah by this point I was just like partied out okay, and said, okay. no it, it it's not it. you it wasn't us it, was, it.
0: it just didn't it didn't it didn't it didn't have the weight
1: it didn't have the weight and I get what they're doing it's it's the line that gave birth to the MCU you know the very end of Iron Man
0: the very yeah, end of Iron Man but, <laughs> but the MCU is still gonna keep going so why are they they're saying this is the end like okay but, but, but still watch our next movie <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, not over, it's not over yet I mean there's there's more we got um, plenty of other cool shiny toys over here you'll like them I swear
1: there's more movies uh, but yeah, but yeah um, he snaps his fingers and he commits genocide
0: <laughs> it's... yeah he does uh, <laughs> he, he commits genocide in one snap I didn't think about that um I wanted to. I wanted to mention earlier that uh, one of the thing, one of the problems that I think we both, we both have in villains, more me, is that uh, they don't commit to being villains. They're like Thanos Mm. is. He's like his heart's in the right place. He's just trying to help out. In this movie, he actually gets to be villain. Yeah. Yeah, Because he does. He says at one point, he's just like, you know, I I went into this trying to be, you know, neutral, like just trying to help out, and he's like, but destroying your planet is going to feel like I'm going to really enjoy that. So you're like, Oh, he finally like it kind of, is a nice little line.
1: See, I, I really like that. Yeah. Cause you know, after having three bothersome flies in the form of Iron Man, Thor and Captain America, you know, prevent you from fulfilling your destiny, I guess, in your mind, like that, that'll piss you off. <laughs> you know, like that, that's kind of annoying. Um, I did like that, but at the same time, um, I don't know. I, I, I felt that he was robbed of some of his his gravitas in this film. Cause he doesn't get in, a good in, death. Well, he doesn't get a good death and just the just the nature of the character. The fact that this is a a past version of someone that we've already seen for an entire movie so he doesn't know the same things that he knew in that other movie. He hasn't taken the same journey. So we're getting a, a fresher less interesting version of the character that it just doesn't carry the same weight as if it as if it was the same guy that we had seen go through all the same trials and tribulations up to this point, but I did like that he started to get to that point. But by then, we were all re- we were already out of movie. Yeah, I would have. In short, I would have preferred to have more of him in the movie, but this movie is already three hours long, so I guess maybe I should just shut up just, and be, yeah, happy just <laughs> just be happy with what I got. with what you got
0: um yeah so everybody disappears that were bad basically and yeah uh,
1: how did i wonder how that went through in his mind when he snapped his finger all the bad people go away (laughs) go away snap i might (laughs)
0: Um, but then you think like for a second like thanos like oh he didn't snap he didn't snap thanos like what's he gonna do but thanos just crumbles away see that would have
1: actually been interesting because that would be the same punishment that thanos gave him is that you failed and you instead of killing you, you have to live with your failure.
0: Yeah, but you know that he'd be scheming to just get it all back again. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but again, comic books—he could find a way back. You never know. Yeah, I, I don't expect so. I think this. I think Thanos is a card. You're on, in movies anyway. You should probably be only allowed to play once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it his. I did give them a little bit of credit here. He doesn't have like a like a big speech or anything. He just kind of, he doesn't even go out with a word. No, he's he just, just he he just surveys the environment, and he realizes what's going on, and he just kind of
0: sighs and he's just like that's well, it. We'll get him next time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Tony Stark is uh he's out of it. Like he he's not really coherent and Spider-Man comes up and cries. This kid's pretty good. He's pretty good actor. Tom Holland, yeah. Yeah. Um he's crying about it and it's really nice um Gwyneth Paltrow her or Pepper comes up and she's just like okay okay I know you're gonna miss him but this is mine like yeah
1: that's kind of my husband and the father of my child Um, you little nerd (laughs) spider-man get (laughs) Get out of here (laughs) spider boy (laughs) 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 I mean Gwyneth Paltrow's notoriously jacked I'm sure she could just manhandle him. You could
0: probably pop him once. Um, yeah, <laughs> they have this stupid little oh, he's, he's gonna die and stuff, and he dies. Um, yeah, um, it's.
1: It, I just wanted to say that um, they did a good job of sneaking in reminders here and there of the significance of Spider-Man. Um, I still haven't seen because, that movie. Well, the like, no, no, I mean in Infinity War, his his passing was, I think, what hit. Tony it is Stark the it hardest, is. It is. and yeah. it carries over to this movie where, whenever he's, conf- whenever he's like feeling the weight of his failure, that's the thing that he com- he keeps coming back to, and in fact, when everybody comes back to life, Spider Man's like the first person that he, oh yeah, all the hugging re- on the battlefield re- reunites with, and like you can see it on his face, so he's like, I'm very happy you're back, because <laughs> I felt bad about that.
0: He said, Oh, that's
1: nice, the hug. But yeah, but yeah, the the goodbye though, it's like. I get it. I'm sure Spider-Man's death sequence tested very, very well with audiences last time around. So let's get another moment where Tom Holland has an excuse to oh, break course. down and be emotional. But it's his wife. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, give him space. Give him a little bit. Yeah, he dies. He he dies. And um, Captain America lives. <laughs> definitely made peace with him dying. I mean, if you're married to a billionaire, I'm sure you've made peace with your sister over the
1: and you need to remember she was his secretary
0: before, so like, she's seen
1: everything. Yeah. <laughs> like she's seen him go through everything.
0: Um, so yeah, he dies. She's like, you should have been dead decades ago. <laughs> um, he dies, and then there's um, the funeral. Well, yeah, he's got a to v- talk about the. the he's bill? Got, he's got a video. Of course, he's got a fucking video about. Oh, they'll be sad. It's a, dead it's a rich that. people thing. That's yeah, what you do. Yeah, whatever. He's got a video, um, but they go out to do the funeral on, on the on the back porch of their of their lake house or whatever. Um, it looked like uh, the Edge. It looked like <laughs> the Lodge from the Edge. It looked like uh, I think it was like it might have been a True Detective or maybe Sweet Home Alabama. One of those movies. It looked like the <laughs> same fucking thing. Um, but the there's a net worth. Um, you can see all the money on screen because you have all these these characters, and up close you have the most money, and then further back you get less and less money. And then I I got a good chuckle out of this, Kobe Smolders. Yeah, is yeah. In the way back. Yeah, I'm sure she's, she's got she's got the How I Met Your Mother money. Like she's she's doing okay, but like as far as these franchises go, she's probably not made a lot of money from this. But just <laughs> as you move back, like at one point I'm like. There's like a billion dollars on the screen, I think, right now, just like it's, in it's a lot of just money. in people. Yeah,
1: um, I would be very curious to know if any if anyone was unable to attend on the same day, and they like CGI'd them into the frame with everyone else.
0: It's probably I'm guessing that probably I mean, did. Happen.
1: I would not be surprised, especially the way that camera was floating around. It's like you would think you would bump into someone at some point. Yeah, <laughs> this is very seamlessly choreographed, but um. All the nerds will tell you, Kyle. So I'm I'll I'll throw it out there so, so they don't have to tell us in the comments which don't exist. Yeah. Um the kid that was off to the side was the little boy from Iron Man three.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. That all one. all grown up and gangly as fuck. <laughs> I just I stopped watching it after Ben Kingsley uh turned whatever it was, like whenever he stopped being his character, I'm like, Okay, I don't know what's happening in this movie and I don't care. <laughs>
1: Done. But yeah, the funeral sequence is like all the heavy hitters from every movie up yeah. to this point, you know, attending the funeral, and it's kind of morbid, actually, his goodbye video because like his daughter's watching it, and it's like she's not getting it. Oh yeah, the yeah, John like,
0: Favro, uh, John
1: Favreau's so charming. You got love and him. fat. And it's fat, <laughs> fat Favro. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's. I liked his scene with the daughter. He seemed like he was very comforting. It was it was a nice little scene. He's like your dad loved yeah. cheeseburgers. I love cheeseburgers.
1: Yeah. His his acting actually, like he gives a little pause there, where it's like, yeah, he got the feels, and yeah. he probably should have whispered in your ear. He's like, "I'm making the Lion King." <laughs> it's like, that's the Come I'm sorry. That's the other reason,
0: That's the other reason why I'll go see that in the theater. Uh, John, Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, gotcha. I like his movies. Um. So yeah, do you wanna do you wanna touch on just one thing of the time travel, and that's the end time travel? Well,
1: um. Yeah, we get a we get a Return of the King ending here. Yeah. Um potentially intentional. So like all the like the the Trinity of the Avengers. So Iron Man dead. Thor uh is doing what his mom told him to and is doobie dooby doing. Uh he cedes the throne
0: of to new Valkyrie. Asgard, to sorry. Valkyrie. I'm sorry, the only other person that drinks more than him i like i get it she's kind of a leader i don't remember her being a leader he
1: he declares her a leader but at the same time it's like you know she was on the jeff goldblum planet because she was a deserter she was a deserter from war
0: and she's a raging alcoholic
1: yeah so i mean yeah she fights well i don't know about leads well (laughs) but yeah she's she's now king of She's the new Odin, I guess. It's a
0: drunk man's move. Like, nope. You know what? I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna handle it. I think you should be good at it. You know. Yeah, you, know you got it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he says, "Fuck it. I'm gonna go up into space <laughs> with the Guardians." <laughs> says, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's really great for his character. Uh, yeah. He uh,
1: he decides to shack up with the Guardians. Uh, oh, this. There, there's a pretty fucking funny scene of him and Chris Pratt like jockeying for control of of the guardians you can just Um, get
0: rid of chris pratt at this point like just just give me thor i don't even care uh, about that that look he shoots him when he's like
1: saying like you're the leader yeah Yeah, you're in charge (laughs) (laughs) he just shoots him this look that's like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no the don't don't sleep (laughs) (laughs) don't sleep chris pratt Um, so Thor is in space will likely appear in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 very Um, excited about that based on the positive reaction to Fat Thor I would not be surprised if he continues to be Fat Thor Um, and Captain America uh, gets a shenanigans ending I'm not sure the logistics of this but basically um, everything else has happened Uh, Captain America arranges to have Hulk build him a quantum machine time machine thingy uh, out in the fucking woods. Uh, He says goodbye to Bucky and the Falcon, Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie, and uh, he has a suitcase full of the Infinity Stones, and I think Mjolnir as well. And the idea is every object that they retrieved from all the past moments, he's going to return to where they were taken from, which was apparently the explanation given uh, to Tilda Swinton by the Hulk that this is how we can do this without completely fucking other timelines is by taking returning it everything to exactly when it was taken from doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but sure. I'll go with it. I'll allow it. Um, so we're told that uh, time works differently in the quantum realm. As we've seen before that, you know, you can take a trip and 10 seconds later, um, it doesn't matter how long you've been gone in the current timeline. You can be gone for as long as you need to be in other timelines. Uh, It's supposed to take like five seconds. It does, but instead of coming back, uh, Cap appears on a bench in front of the lake,
0: and he's an old man. Yeah, so come to find out, he just stayed back in 19 whenever the fuck and (laughs) uh, hung out with his lady. So Trevor, that means he either went back in time and lived with his girlfriend while his current self was living, Mm-hmm. Or which I mean would have been very difficult to do, or he went back in time and had to kill the other captain America <laughs> <laughs> and you replaced him and replaced him uh, there's the only only way uh, there's no other way he, pod, either there were pod two Captain, captain America, America there was two captain pod, Americas, pod person Captain America or he went back in time and killed the other captain America. I
1: think we're led to believe that he came back and lived as Steve Rogers. And let the other Captain America do what he did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, I whatever. Yeah, um, no, anyway, he the the through line of all the Captain America stories in the movies has been he he missed out on that dance, and Jesus. we we conclude the film with him getting that dance with Haley Atwell. Sure. Um. <laughs> but old old man Cap uh, hands over his
0: newly restored shield. Oh, Not I'm sure sorry. how he did that. He's super. He hands buff. it off to. Hmm? He's super buff. I'm sorry, when they cut back to him dancing, doing his little dance, he's super buff. Before he yeah. went into the Captain America thing, uh, he was super skinny.
1: Yeah, so no, no. no, I mean, he he went back.
0: So, 2019
1: Captain America went back to the 1940s.
0: Hmm. <laughs>
1: we'll, have to get, we'll
0: have to get into this off the air. Sorry. Well, I, I, I but anyway
1: before we close though uh, the main thing to take away is that uh, he hands over his newly restored shield, Old Man Cap hands it off to the Falcon to Sam Wilson Yeah, uh, which is a thing Uh, in the comics I believe it went to Bucky originally but I think the Falcon may have had the shield at some point but um, also before we go to credits it needs to be noted that Disney Plus is about to roll out and I Know for a fact we're getting a Winter Soldier and, and a Falcon TV series, so he'll likely have the shield in that series. It's apparently a Scarlet Witch show in the works, probably a Hawkeye one as well. All the cheap people, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like the end of this movie is also potentially a, like a, a commercial for TV shows to come. It is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, a last shot is uh, Haley Atwell and Chris Evans dancing and smooching in the 40s.
0: I don't know if there's a stinger. I saw a bunch of people waiting. There is not. Yeah. That's what I was saying. They're like, we're going to wait around for the stinger. I'm like, guys, they just killed Thanos. Like, There's nothing we can do. Like, It's done. We've been waiting for this moment. I know you've been conditioned to wait after the credits, but I think we're done on this one.
1: No, there is not. I can confirm that.
0: Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So this movie was disappointing as far as a climax to a series that I've been waiting to finish. Me, for about four years. Everybody else, about 11 years. Um, I think the second one, I think the Avengers Infinity War is better. Uh, oh, the third one, you mean? <laughs> yeah, the, the Infinity War, the second uh, of these, <laughs> the other one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You sound this, like a very tired dad talking about this, his kids. This was just, <laughs> this, it was just long, and they could have cut it down quite a bit. I wasn't disappointed in it, I would say. It does.
1: But, it does putter about in its middle. Uh, I mean the first hour is getting the band back together. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, except instead of being like colorful and uplifting, it's mopey. Yeah. Um so again for for you only having a few years invested and maybe not giving as much of a fuck, I could see it being kind of tedious. Um in the middle portions there's a lot of fan service in this movie that if you if you're invested, you you get the references Um, in the moment in the theater it's satisfying and i told you off the air this movie is like relentlessly entertaining like they could have there are there are quips and and energetic moments just sprinkled in just the right ratio where it's like you're never (laughs) entirely bored you're never entirely checked out but at the same time you're not ever like super engaged because if the time travel sequences were kind of like Okay, this is a bunch of references and a lot of, like, self-pollating in terms of, like, yeah, we did it, guys. 11 years of awesome. Yeah.
0: It, here's the problem. If I would have watched this at home, I would have been checked out a lot. Oh, yeah. The only yeah. reason why I was actually engaged, because I was definitely checking my watch. If I'm checking my watch in the theater, that's bad. If I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, this is kind of boring. No, it,
1: that's, what I was, that's what I was trying to stress, is that in the moment, in a darkened theater, you know, at, like, close to the premiere date of you know, the biggest movie of the decade or whatever, you're going to be engaged whether you want to be or not. But in the safety of my own home, fuck, I'm going to be dicking around on my phone or something. Yeah, I'll be on Reddit the whole
0: time. Um, (laughs) Definitely see this in the theater, remember? Yeah, you Um, absolutely should. Disney already has the movie theater's money because they rent it out for them to watch. So if you think, oh, I don't want to watch it. I want to give them my money. You have to give them your money because the theaters have already rented out. (laughs) Printed <laughs> it out. So give the theaters your money. They need to make their money back. Um,
1: yeah, I think I preferred Infinity War over this, and yeah. a lot of that had to do with the pacing. So they're yeah. both very long movies. Like Infinity War is not short, but the pacing of it—it's a chase movie. Pa- it has a very, it has a very immediate pace to it, where it's like we gotta go, we gotta hustle. But they even, they even like spell it out to you that the way this quantum realm shit works, the way the time travel works, uh, when we're there time stops essentially so we can take as long as we need to to get our job done in the past and so like our puttering around it's like we don't even need to hustle there's no need to as long as we get back (laughs) yeah it 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 robs the movie of its like sense of immediacy i guess whereas the first one it's like we gotta go in fact i think that whole story took place over barely two days
0: Yeah, I think they should have just made it five movies. They they could have done it. They (laughs) could have honestly they could have made another billion dollars, and uh, they could have actually spread this out a little bit. Because you're right, it felt rushed. The the and
1: and also like the the payoff moment that should have been a momentous like occasion where where all these characters come back, like in in being robbed of their presence for two and a half hours. It also it front loads things so much to the point that by the time they show up, it's like, I barely even remember what he's about. Like, (laughs) like I'm not invested in him anymore because I've been following these other characters who, by the way, have undergone like five years worth of transformation off screen. So like everybody's changed and grown so much that by the time we get the, the quote unquote old people who, who expired at the end of infinity war, it's like, it's kind of like, Oh, they're back okay yeah okay and you don't really care that much it's just, especially since they're just kind of there to punch things <laughs> yeah like literally things not even characters they're just there to blow sh- like gray objects up <laughs> yeah yeah um but I, I mean we're talking a lot of shit but i i mean i, I enjoyed it it's it not fine. a bad movie at all it's it's just i don't think it's the best we've seen
0: no, and I, like I said, I don't give a shit about these movies, so it was <laughs> it was fine. Like it was for me. Like that's that means it was good. It was a good movie because no, I was it fine is, with it.
1: Yeah. It is Marvel good. Yeah, it's like in the moment you'll be satisfied, but as soon as you walk away from it, you're like, wait yeah. a minute, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make
0: sense. But then again, it's, well, not, it's not even
1: a matter of making sense. It's more just like that could have been better. Yeah, but but great performances all around. I mean, it's kind of a miraculous feat of just logistics, honestly, mm-hmm. of getting all these big personalities together and scheduling everything and getting everything done on time. It's pretty impressive. But yeah. But at the same time, not as satisfying as it could have been. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything else you wanted to say about Avengers Endgame? No, that was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well uh, thank you for joining us as we caught up on Avengers Endgame. Hopefully you did as well, otherwise you just wasted roughly two and a half hours of your life listening <laughs> to two strangers ramble about a big movie.
0: Better than wasting three. <laughs>
1: Alright, until next time.
0: Later. Uh, b- before, um, before we cut back to recording, before you, if you want to splice this in, but uh, I saw the preview for that uh, Lion King movie, which I have not given a shit about. I'm actually excited for the Lion King movie because uh, I was like, eh, whatever, they're doing a, a CGI new thing. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah." we thought you'd say that. Check out this trailer. I'm like, okay, alright, I'll buy yeah. it. That looks like fun.
1: I can't get behind it just It's
0: fine. It, I, I don't expect it, you to.
1: Well, to me, it's just like the other one's really good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> gra- it's like it's really good. It's one of the <laughs> greatest like, Disney movies of all time. Yeah, there's a reason yeah, why it's it, like
0: I don't, I don't need it to be redone. <laughs> I don't need it. you don't. I don't need it, but it looks like it could be fun.
1: It's for the kids. It know? is. It's it's for our
0: kids basically. You know, yeah, that don't we, don't no, we
1: don't have. No, <laughs> so I have to go um, see these things.